11 o'clock comics episode 202 wow you're raping that microphone you are all over it licking it you're loving it yep making it his bitch He's swallowing the mic like you swallow cack, Vince. Why you gotta be... What, three seconds in? Happy <laughs> <laughs> birthday, Cheryl. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about the Walking Dead TV show. Right? Yeah. I, I, I also like Grandma Sweet 16, 16 today. Everybody's <laughs> 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 What is that? What? I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I saw a cartoon today where it was an old lady of 64. She's so Oh, uh, we saw two 80 year olds, uh, uh, 80 year olds, and they were there celebrating. Nice. Starting off hot. With OP. Hey, OP. Yeah. That was OP. Not getting out of the way for the rest of the team. Let's go. Do you think that the uh, producers of The Walking Dead actually sat down this season and said, hey, let's make a show that doesn't suck? Because it doesn't. No, it doesn't. But I also think what is funny, is this going to be covered over isn't by like, six? Isn't there like two episodes left for this season? Three, I Something think, right? Like Wait, I was going to say, are you, when you say this season, you mean this half season, right? The second, yeah, the right, second well, half. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. right, exactly. Yeah, the half season. Is this still covered by music? It may be. It, it, I was just going to say real funny. All I know is Maggie's a dime piece. That's all I know. Yes. I liked it. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you guys later. I, I, an observation about the Walking Dead comic. but <gasps> no, You're not going to spoil anything, are you? No, 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 no definitely not. <laughs> yeah, but it's Maggie, definitely a comic Maggie's I still wonder why I'm reading, though. Why? Yes. I, the last two trades have done zero for me. Like I've read them and I've been like, okay. I don't wonder why I still read it anymore because I don't. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of. This is but, some crazy ass backward universe. You don't. You're not reading it anymore, really. Even after. Well, I can't say it, but let's just say, bam. Like no, uh, yeah, yeah, with Carl. Yeah, well, you, you don't want to. Chris is reading the issues, so he's way ahead. of Yeah, me. no, uh, I'm, it's I'm, true. I'm, I'm like eight issues ahead of you, and nothing's happened. Damn. Sometimes yeah. life is like that, Christopher. So it's it's, it's the people who wrote yeah. the first I live, I live, I live life. I buy comics to <laughs> I knew you were gonna say I was gonna say this is not life, this is escapist yeah. entertainment. It's not I'm, if 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 I if I felt that way, I would read nothing but Dan Klaus comics. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be a better man for it, but that's okay. Hey everybody. It's eleven o'clock comics. Oh yeah. Two oh two back in the house. I am Vince B. See that was Yes, you are, and I showed up on the right night this week. Yeah, yeah the beer garden was closed. <laughs> hey, I, was I was curling, all right? And what, so uh, the, the other funny thing about that is that so many people in the episode thread on the forum, where at, David? Forum.bullpinbulletinspodcast.com. He's so We're like, oh, it's, oh, but Chris not being here and blah, blah, blah. I was like, keep listening. So I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, what is the message that has been sent, Vince? Our episode's too long because no one finishes oh, them. Oh, balls. All right, enough. Yes. Hey, just let, talking crazy. Let them talk. It's never going to go under let two Let them eat hours. cake. Never. There you go. I'm David Price. Boom. Uh, yes, you are. And I'm Sir Robert Crawley, Earl of Grantham. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Jesus. 
Is this no. Downton Down, Down Abbey? Downton Abbey, yes. Down, so, I'm not. I'm. I'm a lord of Downton Abbey. Ah, dude, gosh. it's it's like watching grass grow and paint dry Stop. for me. It, you know, you would think it is because, and that's what I thought it would be. But it's so well done. <laughs> uh, I'd rather you know, give me Spartacus any day. The only Mark- thing I'll say though is uh, she likes it. It's a little ridiculous. The the, the eight year old in me can't get over the fact that one of the characters is always called uh, Mister Bates. It's like, Mister Bates, Mister Bates. It's like really, dude. That's Especially because they're also. Like, like formal and uptight, they never actually hit the skin, so it's like, I bet he does. <laughs> no, you are not masturbates. You... No, I'm Earl of Grantham, right, Sir Robert Crawley. I'm changing it up. You... <laughs> you are Mr. Jason Wood, everybody. Ta-da. Here on this episode, sponsored by Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com, where you, and I'm looking right there at you, can get your comics at huge discounts far below retail prices, anywhere from 35 to 75% off their monthly spotlighted specials. They wrap them up nice and secure, package them in a a beautifully designed square box <laughs> and ship them right to your house. That was so stupid. Discount, <laughs> discount comic book service, dcbservice.com with boxes. With boxes. And yeah, sometimes boxes. foam. Sometimes foam, sometimes peanuts. It's uh, true. And I can I, never fix. How do you, do you, do you think it's random or do you think there's a rhyme no, or reason for it? I think I Zach think said, didn't, so it depends oh, on. Okay. How much is in the box? Yeah, and the different sizes. What's in the box? box. Like if you have the martini edition or or the man with the getaway face, that's not going to have foam because the foam would end up bending the the softer book in in the box. So peanuts would try to keep things more, um, I guess, form. But if you have just like a stack of trades and single issues, they'll probably do foam because that'll – Tighter in the box, wrapped around. Oh it. yeah, it's and your books won't get, uh, you your tight, books won't get pregnant because right. right. What's uh, what, what's what's knock our uh, drink roll call out? Because I know that we've got a bunch of other stuff. I know I got a bunch of stuff. I want oh, to I got a, a very detailed, intensive of thing to talk about. Well, yeah. all right. Well, kick us off. What is the de- What is the intensive drink you want to talk about? Awesome. Water, water. I'm oh yeah, water. it's going well. <sighs> All right, I can't front on that because I'm proud of you for 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 doing the LB drop. But that's hey, I'm I'm working out four days a week. Wow, yep. you know you fit and trim people. And by the way, our boy Chris Campbell told me uh, this week that he's lost uh, 18 pounds this year already. Damn! Holy jeez, he's going to look like yeah. an exclamation point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, bud? Uh, I am drinking a Chimay ale. Ooh. Oh, which one, the red or the blue? The red. The red, uh, which uh, for those that don't know, Chimay is a uh, it's a Belgian Trappist monk beer. Trappist monks actually make it. It's a little, kind of hilarious. That's why I, I think it's funny. Somehow, for some reason, I think it's funny thinking that I'm drinking something that like that monks monk. in a monastery sat and made. I don't know. They probably put the you know, mon- monks do all sorts of stuff. It's, uh, it's, like it's some of them are mad. Some of them show up in Batman comics. That's yeah. right. Um, uh, David will probably appreciate this. Uh, uh, monks, uh, there's a. Uh, uh, a sect of monks that uh, are basically expert dog trainers and have done a wonderful dog training book. You can look up dog training monks, um, Google that. <laughs> I and, think uh, they were in Batman Odyssey this month. Some can be found in a barrel. Is there a barrel? Yeah. Uh, if you're looking for a really good um, uh, Trappist ale, 
went by you know trapless monks uh kyle latino i think actually oh, uh, uh, turned me awesome on black panther for me mm-hmm. kyle is kyle, you know kyle's starting to be, kyle's getting himself recently married kyle, going, yeah. isn't he? oh was he recently uh, married how oh, cool yes he was recently married congrats uh oh, the uh kyle. uh roquefort roquefort eight is the uh if you ever see the roquefort number eight okay uh, Tra- trappist tale it is amazing it's, it's i'll fantastic. tell you what i'll make you a deal when i come out to chicago in two months instead of taking me to get chicken gizzards take me to get a roquefort <laughs> how about this how about we go and we do some beer shopping and then go get some chicken gizzards wonderful God. all right awesome uh david how about you sir i am drinking some jim beam rye and Good. some unfortunately flat club soda oh that's rough it is rough so it's, so mostly it's basically jim beam. It's basically Jim Beam and water, but well, more no, Jim Beam than water. It's, it's okay. Yeah, I would just do a little rye and water. And yeah, that's 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 basically what this is now at this point. Um, I I had to pick this one up for my uh, my drink roll drink roll call this week because it is called um, Five O'clock. Sh- hey hey hush, Georgia hush. Um, it's called Five. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> she don't want you to talk about it. I know she's like, don't talk dog. about it, Daddy. Uh, it's called Five O'Clock Shadow, and it is from uh, what has turned into probably what. Gosh darn! Hold on. Hilarious. Oh boy. Go. Georgia. Is somebody here? Georgia. Oh. Ooh. All right. Sorry about that. <sighs> somebody rang our doorbell. Assholes. Oh. Um, it is from uh, one of my favorite. Uh, brewers over the last couple of years, and that's Grand Teton Brewing. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's uh, such children. What? Grand, uh, Say it again. Uh, <laughs> Grand Who Teton owes? is in Old Jackson. Uh, it, wait, no, it's in uh, Vic- Victor, Idaho. Uh, stop it. Uh, <laughs> Glad I'm not the only one. Everything oh, that, that hey he doesn't play for my team anymore. He's dead to me. Uh, everything that I've had from this brewer has been phenomenal. And uh, and five o'clock shadow is a double black lager, mm. and it is um, it's one of the finest beers I've had uh, in quite a while. It is amazing. If you uh, if you're a fan of porters or uh, black IPAs, you're you're gonna you're gonna love this beer if you like you know the dark dark lagers. It's it's fantastic. I don't want to set you off on an, a long explanation, uh, but how can an IPA be black? Isn't it by nature supposed to be pale? Pale, pale. Well, ale. that's a good point. Yeah, it's like an IBA. Well, what what it is the 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 black IPAs can also be called um, cases. Uh, Cascadia IPAs. It's a uh, it's a variety of beer that originated in the Pacific Northwest, and it's it's a more heavily um, uh, roasted ingredients. It's going to have a darker profile, but they use a tremendous amount of the uh, Cascadia hops, and so it has a taste profile that leans more towards uh, a, a pale ale, mm-hmm. and, and more, it, it's it's a hoppier profile to it but it it drinks almost like a porter so they don't you know it's a great question because there's a lot of debate over what they should call black ipas or cascadia ipas or black lagers it's it 
it's it's kind of a new segment of beer, and they don't mm-hmm. really know exactly how to classify it. So, Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've learned your lesson. If you have an alcohol question, ask Niesman because you will yeah. get an answer. It's true. He so knows what you're basically stuff. saying, though, Chris, is that it has great mouthfeel. Yeah. Ah! Uh, no, it's got it's got it's got some it's got some really nice roasted malts to it. It's got some mm. some chocolate undertones. There's uh, a little bit of fruit to it, uh, but it's it's not an overbearing uh, beer where you're gonna where you're gonna feel like you're you're drinking uh, uh, like a syrup. It's not it's not a real syrupy Scissor. beer, even though it, it is just like it is like midnight midnight black with just a tinge of some uh, you know red highlights to it visually but it is it is damn tasty i wish you talked about comics like you talk about your you know here i'm going to no, i've got three of them i'm just gonna you're not gonna get to all three buddy i'm gonna slobber over yeah there we go nah, not all three you're not we got something different right coming up we do we do so get this week in a rare change of pace, we don't only have one sponsor we got two we're blowing up like the jeffersons that's because it's 202 so that's we'll right. Two sponsors, right? Yeah, there we go. So, two so two. Vince, when I say to you, squee like a pig, what do you think about? I think of wild pigs in a lot yes, of comics. Yes, sir. Books. Not for a lot of money. That's truth. So uh, long-time listeners know that uh, both Vince and I have been attendees of uh, previous wild pig comic sales. Wild pig is a, I should say, was a store located in Jersey. Uh, owned by Chris Eberly, and for a long time, Chris would have two sales a year, um, which, uh, again, Vince and I have been to a bunch of times. Uh, Julian Lytle's been to, Alan's been to, Derek Haas. Taylor's been to. Haas. Haas yeah. has been there. Um, and the awesome thing about it was that Chris... Ford. Like, yeah, Ford. Yeah, true, true. Um, he would blow things out. It would be um, you know, everything in the store, almost every comic book in the store would be 50 cents. And we're talking tens of thousands of comics. And then he would have wall books, hardcovers, trades, statues, toys at 50% off. Uh, so it was pretty crazy. It was, it was wild. And um, I always loved wild. it. So uh, about a year and a half ago, Chris, um, for personal, good personal reasons, he's getting married and stuff, but he closed his store to front down. But he maintained his diamond account. Um, with the idea that he was going to start putting on um, like small uh, regional shows every so often, and he's done that. I guess yes. Yeah, so it's I think this is it's been two years. I guess, um, and they've been terrific. He's usually had them at uh, at hotels in and around the old store. Um, this year, he's taken it to the next level, and so uh, I am pleased to announce the Super Wild Pig show. Which I will definitely be at, and I'm going to hope we can convince either David or Vince to join me, or both, depending. Well, what's the date, brother? It's two nights. It's two days. It's Saturday, May 5th, from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., and Sunday, May 6th, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., at a new spot, the Embassy Suites in Piscataway, New Jersey. So this is more for the people in like the tri-state area. Um, you know, uh, Chris, unfortunately, you're probably not going to meet us there, I'm guessing. Um, Probably not. So, a couple things. It's it, he's like I said, he's putting on more of a, a little mini con. So there will be artists there. I think, uh, and he's going to update this for me. But I think there's 32 artists already confirmed, uh, and it includes people like Peter David. No uh, way. Yep, Lee Weeks. Ooh. Uh, Don McGregor. Yeah. Wow. Uh, J.K. Woodward, who 
I wanted to give a shout out to anyway because not only is JK a listener to the show, we know him. but and not only is he doing in the middle of doing a commission for me, but uh, it was announced at the London uh, comic show this past week that JK will be the uh, artist for the just announced Doctor Who Star Trek crossover by IDW. Yes. Star oh, Trek: cool. The Next Generation. Yeah, true, yeah, right? Star Trek: TNG. It's, and um, it's, and it's a, go ahead, go ahead, no, go ahead. I don't want, I don't want to do really. No, it's uh, and Vince, but Vince, I already did. Rudy yeah. Nebris would be there. Oh, again! Oh. I get to meet the man twice. Awesome. I know. I know. And so, artists will be there. That's going to be awesome. And then the other thing is, he's got Chris just bought a bunch of collections. He told me there's got sixty thousand fifty cent books. Sixty thousand. Oh, that's a lot of. But that's yeah. Lot. And and as we've talked about before, the cool thing about his his sales is that not only do do does he have that many books and they're fifty cents, but they're alphabetical order, which is <laughs> easy good because if you've ever been to a con or especially smaller cons, it's fun to dive into bins. But as you get a little older, it's a pain in the ass when they're just random and you got to kind of like sift through. So yeah. these are alphabeticals, so you'll be able to find it. He's going to have a couple thousand trades at half off, and these are not like. Marked up bullshit prices half off, like the like the retailers at New York Comic Con do. This is cover price fifty percent, fifty fifty percent off. Um, and then he has. I'm gonna raffle. give you guys. I'm gonna send you guys the list of some filling issues I need. Oh, definitely, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I do that. I don't know um, about that. You got ah. He's gonna have raffles, three of them. And again, um, you can ask Julian or Alan because they both won at the last show they were at. But these are not like uh, random prizes. These are Omnibu, uh, Absolute Editions, statues. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to have um, a couple of the um, uh, the uh, the IDW uh, artist editions. You know the Holy big sh- really yes. I won, and I think I gave my winning thing to Julian, if I do remember. Okay, okay. It was a Batman statue. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll give. Yeah, it to I do have one in the past. I've been fortunate enough to be a winner. So, um, so anyway, so again, it is uh, Saturday, May 5th, and Sunday, May 6th, in uh, Piscataway, New Jersey, which is. Not too far. It's probably like uh, what would you say, Vince? Like maybe uh, forty-five um, hours from the Philly, like Philly area, and yeah. For me, it's about an, an hour and, and thirty some minutes. It's not that far. Yeah. And the only thing um, Chris is asking because you know it is a, a pretty big show and it's the biggest one he's ever done. That um, to whatever extent possible, if you are going to go, try and pre-order tickets. Tickets are going to be ten bucks um, for a weekend pass, and you yeah. can order them at wildpigcomics.com. Um, and, uh, I think the ticket doesn't just get you in the door, but it also gets you a couple of entries into the raffles, uh, lets you check in early, I think. And then the other cool thing is that weekend happens to be free comic book day weekend. So he's going to have uh, a ton, yep, a ton of free comics. And I think if you pre-order your tickets, you get first dibs at the free comic book day stuff. So, yeah, nice. You know what I'm going to do? what do you Go ahead. I was going to say, I'm bringing both runs of Captain Marvel. I'm just going to plop the two stacks right on Peter David's uh, table and say, sign this for me. Do it. Uh, I guy. love, I love Captain. Dude, I think that's you know, the best I, thing ever. I won't be able to go because, you know, I live somewhere in the middle. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it's stuff like that. You know, flex uh, flex the 11 o'clock muscle. Go on in there if you're if you're a listener to the show and uh, and make sure that, uh, that that Chris knows that you heard about it on, on 11 you o'clock. Heard. And, yeah. you know, it's a, we, we don't we don't ask, you know, uh, for for too much. Uh, but, uh, you know, whenever you're 
spreading your ducats around. It never hurts to, to let, let, let people know that, that, that you heard that you heard about it on, on eleven o'clock. And we we appreciate it, and, and we That's know true. that that retailers and you know art sellers and that kind of stuff uh, do take notice of that. Mm-hmm. So, now, now, see, I, I did not know it was it was in May. I thought it was sooner than that. So, I mean, obviously, it's going to be a few weeks removed from C two E two along back home because. Um, Paul Spataro, who Chris and I met at New York Comic Con last October, um, I'm pretty sure he probably met, met you too, Jason. But um, he was he was um, we're playing with friends, and he asked me about if I was going to Wild Pig, and, and because I didn't know when it was, and I didn't ask him when it was, I probably because of other things going on, I and and being I thought it was before C2E2, so I was just like it probably going to happen. And he was talking about how Bruce Rosenberg is going to be there, and and nice. uh, and now that oh, now nice. that I know it's in May, I I think I will. Um, I will ask the boss's uh, permission to, uh, to, to make don't a ask, you tell. Saturday. You tell. No, Put your oh, foot yeah. down. I'm going yeah, to text you, her. You I'm going to text her and tell you. Go time. ahead. Yeah, that's... <laughs> finally be like, holy shit, he responded. But no, I I, I would like... I mean, if, if I know both of you guys are going to be there, then 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 it will... I will feel bad if I miss it. represent? I, I do. I, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a lot of really fun, seriously. Weird. I mean, look, it's... And it, again, it's uh, Vince has been to him. It, it's if you're Love into him. buying comics or stuff, it's ridiculous. I mean, the, I I I I'm embarrassed to say how much I've spent at Chris's sales uh, over the years. But it's it's uh, it's well into the mid four figures. Look so, at you! Wow, I'm just saying he he's got great stuff. I mean, it's yeah. yeah all right, stuff. well, I'm gonna hang around with you all weekend. Okay, can I can I can I talk about some great stuff? Wait, um, uh, what was I gonna say? Yes, right before I say two things. Okay. I have to I have to sh- give a big thank you to my my man Bob Gar, aka Slurmo. Slurmo in the heels. He sent me um a drawing that he did of me as Luffy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I love it. Well, I guess uh, I guess that pushes the limits to there is no bad art. Take it to Oh, us. that's funny. A Paul, he sent me a, a Paul Pope mini comic, some apocalypse meh, stickers, and something else <laughs> that I can't talk about. But oh, I, oh. I but I appreciate it and I love it and it's right here on my desk. So that is thank, awesome. Thank you, Bob Gar. I love you, baby. Hey before you, 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 you praise Chris, and I am looking forward to your praising. I gotta say one thing to the people listening out there. You all have been extremely generous over the years, way too generous in, in stuff you send us. Mm-hmm. Uh but if anyone happens to have any Brandon Graham uh, adult comics that he's done, <laughs> send them my way because I'm really curious about him now. Because uh, I not can only send am I you them in profit, two seconds. What's that? I can send you one in, or a couple in two oh, seconds. Cool. Damn. I was going to say, not only am I loving Profit, but uh, I've read a few interviews with him, and uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't realize the dude's the dude's done yeah. some 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 some, uh, some risque stuff before. So oh, yeah. can't wait for the King City trade. Next me too. Week, yeah, me uh, too. Three weeks, two weeks, something like that. You see our boy cool. Tomi all the pages of King City Hounds. <laughs> yeah, he's, got, he's got some good pages, man. He does. Nice, nice. All right, Christopher. All right, Chris, um, let's pontificate. It was yes. um, you, you mentioned you mentioned it uh, uh, about the wild pig sale. They may have some of these, but. Uh, we need to create a new um, a new category for the eleven o'clockers. <laughs> Funny animal it, comic. No, it needs to be the greatest thing ever award. Oh, oh, that's gonna be rough. No, no, it's gotta it's gotta be the the greatest thing ever uh, because this year, without a doubt, 
uh, hands down, no competition, the Wally Wood artist oh, edition. Oh, jealous. Oh, I'm so oh, jealous. Oh, my God. It, it, it is... Uh, uh, for, first of all, the size of this thing, it is... Um, it's it's not written on it, but God, it's got uh, eighteen by twenty four, I guess. That's big, yeah. I mean, it's I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's huge. I mean, it is absolutely huge. And and people were uh, were asking me at the the show. I got this at, at Challengers. I picked it up. They had, they had pre ordered it for me, and people were like, "Why is it so big?" And um, I was like, "People, no, I'm not going to go there." Um, uh, <laughs> It uh this is the this is the their golden age artboards and this is the size that uh of artboard that Wally Wood and, and other artists of that era worked on. Jack Kirby for years worked on these oversized artboards before, you know, even after they had transitioned to the the eleven by seventeen ish size artboards. Um but these are the original the original uh uh artboard sizes and it's it is amazing and if you've never if you've never really experienced wally wood's art before you know and the ec archives are great and there's a lot of other wally wood uh collections out Mm -hmm. there but but to see his art at original size in black and white with you know the the great things about the the artist editions are you know the the editor's notes and and the the white out and corrections and everything that you see but it's just the the absolute distilled art you see i mean you see his line you see a lot of the process stuff that went in there and it he was amazing i mean there is there is nobody drawing comics like Wally Wood today. Uh, I, uh, well, I mean, well, there are few. I, I, would, I would say like Art yeah. Adams might, but... I, I understand the it's, reluctance to compare anybody to Wally Wood, but man, I think... I don't know. I don't know if you can... Com- I mean, Schultz, whenever he's doing stuff, which is few and far between... You know, it's the his you know Zodiac stuff was amazing, but God, Wally, what 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 an amazing yeah, homeboy is ridiculous. It's it's difficult to compare because the man was such a a singularity. I mean, there's there's uh, even back then not a lot of people drew as well, well as Wally Wood. Uh, what but what was his output? Back then, I mean, he was so he, he did some Mariner. He did some. I mean, he's not. He's a, he was a prolific guy. Yeah, yeah, he published his own stuff too, like Whitsend and all the all the. Wit- right, had. he worked on he worked on Thunder Agents, of course. But Dude, and and Jason, you want to talk about some naughty comics? I know. Ooh. It's yes. funny you say that because Fantagraphics is having a one day leap day sale today. Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, they had a few. Uh, they have they have they have had a few Wallywood. Uh, naughty collections, but they're all sold out. Unfortunately, I will say I, I love Wally Wood, and I will say his women oh, are okay. right up there at the top of the best, uh, oh, for sexiest sure. women yeah. ever drawn in comics. I'm it's, sexy it's, and I know it. It's right. I, I I don't know. Geez, I'd have to think long and hard. Uh, from like Frazetta, maybe um, equaled Wood in in his women's sexiness. I would. I think really? that's pretty uh, safe to say that. Manara. I, no, well, no, no. I see. Yeah. I, I kind of women are dirty. I, I, I kind of right. Right. That's the thing. It's no. 
What do you mean, along no? that line. It's along that line. No, it's, <laughs> no, it's, I, I don't think I don't think the angles, I don't think the lines are similar between Wood and, and Frizzette, but I, I kinda oh, I, I would No, I know. And I I just because I don't, I don't think of when I think of Frazetta, I really don't. I mean, unfortunately, Death Dealer—that's the first thing that pops into my mind. But I don't, I don't really think of Frazetta women when I think of Frazetta. Yeah, I agree. What? What? Really? What? Yeah, I'm with him. Really? really? Yeah. No, I mean, you know, so so, so schoolless. But it's 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 one of those no. things. Throw a couple just... art books at you and say, "Look at that! Look at all that right. chick well, laying there on the grass no. with her yeah, legs I mean, all open with the wolves." Voluptuous, beautiful women. But I don't like when I think of Frazetta. I don't like when I think of Wally Wood. Like I immediately think of beautiful women like that's the first thing comes hmm. right. even though he's drawing I, wealth of other things i, th- whereas, I think of i think of his sci-fi stuff it's, i don't know why but his like his, i think of when i think of his sci-fi stuff i think of unbelievably stacked women in yeah. sci-fi yeah. jumpsuits with yes. with you know with ray guns <laughs> like that's with with machinery and about a billion gears and knobs in the background yeah. all oh, casting so, shadows well <laughs> it, it's like as amazing as like kirby's machinery was and and in that great kirby style wood did that but it was so hyper detailed and, and the 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 illustrative quality to it was just just unbelievable but uh one of the awesome things about this artist collection is that they have complete stories and it's everything from uh he's got crime stuff from like you know crime so suspense stories uh there are um uh two-fisted tales stories in there there's uh some war stories in there but then some of his weird science stories but at the back there's about eh, i want to say 10 or 12 um uh, original cover reproductions in, in a cover gallery and his covers are just I, you 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 lose your breath looking at them. I mean, is literally. there evidence of a lot of reworking? Like, can you tell? No. Can you spot any areas where he may have second guessed himself and went in and maybe whited it out or redrew parts of it? No, no more than 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 any other um, artist I've seen. You know, I'm sh- there. There's. Uh, and, and and you know, if you know like EC stuff. You know that a lot of those boards were were already kind of tampered with before they got to the artist. They would have they would have the the word balloons and and a lot of the text would already be laid in before the artist ever touched them. And hey Chris, does it explain? Um, like, because I know I've heard interviews with Chris Ryle and stuff about some of the other collections. Like, I know I know how they got Simons and stuff because Simonson had it and gave it to them. But mm-hmm. like. Do they explain in each of these books like where they got the stuff from? Like where do they get this Wally, these Wallywood pages? From? I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't see that in the book. Okay. I'm just kind of you know looking at the art. It's got a nice little bio of of Wallywood in the back, but um, I I don't know where they got a bunch of this stuff. Now I know that I know that Bill Gaines kept a lot of that artwork mm-hmm. for for years and years and years, and I don't know what kind of um, uh, scans that they had of that, or how much of of this artwork is actually out in you know in circulation. So um, it's an interesting question. You know, we'll have to hit him up on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Um, but all of this, you know, before before we stop talking about the uh, the artist editions, I need to send a a big thank you to um, Legion of Daves, who uh, uh, I was talking about the 
uh, Ramita Artist Edition yeah. a couple weeks ago, and how you know the, they didn't have one at Challengers, and I was gonna kind of start searching around for it. Um, well, uh, Dave sent me a, a PM that they had it at at the IDW store that you could still order it online, and so I jumped on it and, and put an order in for it, and I'm glad I did because about a day after I put my order in and that was confirmed, it is now out of stock. So yeah, I was if, gonna say I I heard yeah. Ryle interviewed uh about because uh, he, he was at Lon- that london show too and he uh he had the last uh romita artist editions with him actually he had the last of all the artist editions with him yeah. uh like literally the last stock they had as a company and they all sold out he said within the first 20 minutes so they're all out of stock but yeah. unless again with that caveat being any retailer there may be retailers that have copies but in terms of like idw they're all done they've they've they're all out of the out, I, out into the. I would I would say if you see any artist editions, and so far it's uh it's the Rocketeer, it's the Simonson Thor, Romita, Spider Man, and the Wally Wood. If you see those, grab them because they're going to be gone, and they're not going to reprint them, right? Right. Yeah. There's yeah. a Kirby artist edition coming out. Boy, I'd love to see. Well, it, it, I, it's got to be on the list. The it's next one is the, the Daredevil list. one, the Frank Miller Daredevil. No, I mean I'm sorry. Yeah, not, my, yeah. uh, Freudian slip. Uh, yeah, the Mazzucchelli Daredevil, uh, and then uh, again, he said they're going to announce the next one shortly. And Ryle said it's one of his favorite stories of all time, but he hasn't said what it would be. So there's uh, we're still waiting on the uh, the Eisner Spirit one as well. Yes, that one was already announced too. Yeah, I think that that'll be the next one that's released. And then the Daredevil one. So, yeah. but it's not, yeah. So, but aside from Wally Wood, they've all been Marvel related, right? Bermuda, Simonson, now Mazzucchelli. Well, the Spirit won't be. Uh, uh, and, and Rocket and Rocketeer. And Rocketeer. Okay, right, but I'm. Right. But so I'm it's like half and half. Those were independents, so I'm. Well, I, I consider them creator owned or independents. I don't. But I mean, DC kind publishes Spirit now. I guess they hold the license to the Spirit, so I guess the, the Will Eisner would be the first, in, in air quotes, DC related artist edition. DC property. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, so it's the Wally would just. I don't. The thing is, I don't know where to put the fucking thing. That's a good problem to have, though. I, I don't. Know. No, I don't know. I I, I can't. I uh, no. I yeah. I mean, it, first of all, problem. I don't know what to do with my hundred dollar artist edition book. But it's, it's one of those things where it's like <laughs> I have. I I would have to. I have to create a whole new shelf on my bookcase for it. It doesn't doesn't fit anywhere. I can't bring it. It doesn't I can't fit anywhere. Down to the coffee table. It would just. It would. It would. Be, it's like someday funnies. It would just jut out from wherever. Right. Well, I it's like that in the uh, and that big DC book, the Tash and TC. Right. And, well, and that's the other thing. I mean, who's going to put comics. that shelf? Yeah. See, I'm, but I mean, the Tash book. I can't. I can't even lay this thing on its side and put it into the big part oh, of the bookcase. That book is shelf. awesome. Why didn't I order that? Damn it. Uh, Find you it. Meet, find it. Both, I ever get it, so it's. I'd, uh, I'd make a nice little nook in the corner it. for it. What What's did that? you say? Oh, I said ahead. that's the only one so far that I've really coveted. That's the one. The Hollywood one. Me too. I know I'm going to be dude. punching myself in the face when the Eisner one comes out. It, it, uh, see, I have no interest in that one. Ooh. Uh, just because I, no I, connection I, with the character, or, or yeah, the just art? no connection to the spirit. Okay. okay. All right. I I really I I think. As long as I stop cutting off police officers on the street, I think I might be able to swing. <laughs> you got a ticket? The Mazzucchelli. Yeah, I, I think I might be able to swing the Mazzucchelli one. Wait, wait, let's roll back, son. When'd you get a what? ticket? 
<laughs> happy new you obviously Year's caught off a cop in traffic. I did. Yeah, they they I don't did. like it when you start and stop like as, that. As, as a little impatient. No, I, I, I came <laughs> flying out of the mall parking lot and, and wanted to get into the left lane because it's, it's impossible. Down that street, people love strolling in the right lane because they're either going to go straight or they're going to try to get into the left lane and cut people off because it, at the at the light at the intersection you either make a left or you go straight and if you're going straight on main street the line of cars goes on forever so i was just trying to get over to the left lane to get out of everybody's way unfortunately the cop was in my blind spot when i came out and and so yeah so he he, he was he was nice about it he, was, he went easy on me considering other things that i guess he could have picked on but um but yeah, so as long as I stop you. doing that, and wait, but and, when and, was it though? When did this, did this just happen? No, no, this happened on New Year's Eve. This, this, oh, uh, dude, you don't even. I guess we don't. I hardly know you. You don't even tell me anything. Because I was, it wasn't something I want to brag about. It's not something that, like you know. And I, I also <laughs> don't know if it would. You know, so I have never just, gotten a ticket. Oh my god, dude! I got a ticket. Oh, like, knock on some fucking wood time, right now. First three days, the first three days of my car, I, getting my license, I got a fucking ticket. Well, I never. Was, but it's been years it's since. One. So I mean, it's it's it, it's not it's not a good feeling. I mean, I, I feel like I'm fucking like 18 again. It's like I'm like really <laughs> Pigmouth Central now. We're I've all Pigmouth. Like I've, I've had some dude. So it's it's all good. But he's having a dad as a cop. That's what it comes down to. There you go. <laughs> so yeah. So I mean, you know, as long as I can keep some of those not worthy uh, expenses down, then then I might be able to swing the Wally Wood. And I'll just talk to her and be like, I gotta get it. You don't understand. Yeah, I was buying this when it was coming you out. Say again. Don't you have a Stegman page you got to buy first? I do. I do. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say. Oh my god! I know. Oh, I know. F- FYI, the um, uh, the price on the Wallywood one uh was one twenty five, but that is that's like the IDW price. So you're pro- if you're looking at a at a, a retail establishment, it's probably going to be in the one fifty to one seventy five range. Just an <laughs> FYI. What did you? Uh, wow. Okay. I know. All right. Let's move on. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't cheap. Yeah, they haven't put out the price list for the. Uh, the Mesa Kelly one yet, right? Yeah. It's, it's going to be in one, this it's, previews. It's it's going to be one twenty. I think one twenty five is. That's been the, the what's, usual what's artist edition book. What is it like a thirty percent discount? Yeah, that, I don't know. I don't know what the. Uh, what, I don't think early. it's full. Yeah, I think it's it's less than typical, right? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. All right. Maybe I'll come. Uh, yeah, no, I got I got to contact Paolo. I got to, you know, she she knows I have that page on hold, so I I still have to get that. I know. And every time I see Ryan on Twitter, I'm like, I, I got to get that page. So yeah, it says I, please I, inquire in the previews for the Mazzucchelli. Uh, oh jeez, that's not oh, good. Yeah. That's not good. <laughs> Here's an idea. Why don't you just tell your wives that it's your money and you spend it on anything you damn well want to. Move on. Who wants to take it? David and I need to tag team like like an Eiffel Tower. What? I mean, this makes sense. They read the same thing, obviously. (laughs) I think you might be lost on the Eiffel Tower reference, though. Oh, that's right. You got to start. We'll explain it. You got to get out of your ivory tower of morality there, Chris, a little more. (laughs) (laughs) I five. Still Um, lost. (laughs) So, anyway, so. so, um, David, kick it up a little. Kick it up. Jesus. Or speaking to the microphone. <laughs> oh, now all of a sudden. I want to hear nice. You. There you go. Um, yeah, you. So, so there's a uh, there's a creator 
His name is Terry Moore. He, uh, oh, yeah. he did a little book called Strangers in Paradise a few years ago. Yes. Uh, wrapped that up, and then he decided to put out a book called Echo. Yes, which I am reading the collected edition, and I'll touch on that briefly. But currently, he is working on his new book, Rachel Rising. And there was a time a couple months ago, a couple weeks ago, where um, I guess Mr. Moore was not keen on – well, I don't want to say he wasn't keen on digital distribution, but he never – he really didn't see his book being sold via the, the digital outlets, whether they were Comixology or, or anybody else. But he, he had a change of heart because apparently one of his one of his fans, one of his readers, could not get Rachel Rising at the LCS. They sold out or they didn't order enough. So I guess that was enough for Terry Moore to say, you know what? we got to make this available to everybody. So he signed with Comixology. Rachel Rising is 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 same day, same date as, as as the print edition comes out, it will be available at Comixology. The price drop will happen when the next issue is released in print. So um, the first five issues are available on Comixology. First issue is 99 cents. Issues 2, 3, 4, and 5 are 199 each. And uh, and issue 6, which I believe comes out next Wednesday, will be 299 And then when issue 7 comes out, it'll be 199 But I decided... Which, by the way, I, it's, it's 399 cover price on... Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Okay, so, so maybe... No, I think I only paid 199 each. But, okay. That's what I'm saying. So that's a deal. That is. And it's, you know, so I'm, and, and, and it's right there. I will, being the Jew that I am, I'll probably wait for the price chop. But... <laughs> It's it is now my first it is the first time I will be reading a Terry Moore book as more or less they are released. I I, I read a few issues here and there of Strangers in Paradise. Strangers in Paradise is a book that Renee has all of the trades on. She has not read the last trade because she does not want the story to end. So oh, she, wow. she she's she's been but she loves it and it's one of those books where I guess that's that's pretty much hers. We can talk about it, any other comic book. But Strangers in Paradise is pretty much her baby. So if I'm going to talk about it, if I eventually read it, it'll only be with with, with you guys. Basically, it'll be with Jason. Uh, <laughs> the, um, the Echo, I read the first trade a couple of years ago when it was released. Loved mm-hmm. it. And, and after I finished it, they, they, there were the rumblings that he was going to come out with a collected edition. And, and so I figured I'd wait. And I started reading the collected edition. And it's one of those things where even if I am, dog ass tired i still want to keep reading i i find it very hard to put this this book down and it, it's it's heavy as hell but it's, he writes great cliffhangers it is i mean that's the thing i mean i'll and and we'll get into it when jason and i talk about Rachel rising but as as i'm i mean i, I can't just, talk about it I, no you can I, well i know you talked about the first issue so I but i don't you're not, you're not allowed to talk about it oh. so, it's it's so Eiffel Tower uh, doesn't have three hands up in the air. Oh damn! But he can be in the middle. The uh, oh Jesus no! Oh goodness! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> wow. I don't know what that means, but I'm uh, gonna decline. Uh, but no, so so uh, Echo is is a completely different book than what I'm reading with Virtual Rising. But I mean, with with, with Echo, it's it's very science fictiony. What I noticed with with Echo, I mean, it, it, it's a beautiful looking book. I, I at the beginning, as I'm reading the first couple of issues, going through the first handful of pages in, in the collected edition of Echo, the um, I was getting kind of like a a, um, a John Byrne vibe, and what I mean by that is there weren't a lot of backgrounds, but that's because a lot of it takes place in the desert or out in the open. Yeah, mm-hmm. there really wouldn't be any backgrounds, and I recognize that as I'm reading 
rates are rising because whether it's the house, whether it's the club, whether it's the forest, Terry Moore is putting a ton mm. of detail on each page, each panel. And so it's not like he was lazy or, or, or you know, eventually if this is ever, you know, that a colorist would, you know, fill things in. There didn't need to be any right. cloud or anything in the background at the beginning of Echo. And as I'm getting into it and, 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 and I'm with Echo, I'm, I'm past the hotel and, and, um, and, and, and Julian and Dylan are, are driving down to, to, to paradise. And it's, it's a, it's a very different book. And I, I, I respect Moore's ability to kind of just switch things up and, and be able to tell a story in a variety of, of, of different genres. He's not, he, He's not. He's not Frank Miller, where you know it's it's going to be hard boiled and gritty and right, and right. and rough and and this is just he's done. However, you want to categorize *Strangers in Paradise*. He's done the science fiction with with *Echo*, and and he's doing the the, the fantasy horror type element with with *Rachel Rising*. And but I mean everything has a human element to it. You 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 get attached to. All of the characters. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, the the one thing that pervades all of his works, obviously, is it's very character driven. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's that's I think the the the, the commonality and 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 female leads. It's character yes. driven with strong female leads. Yeah, and that's and that's a great and and they're all. It's and that's the other thing. I, I don't think I don't think Renee knew that Terry Moore was a man when she started reading *Strangers in Paradise* because either either Robin Moore, the publisher, and 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 his wife has has a very strong influence in his work or it just he, he's tapped into something where because he he picks up according to Renee, he picks up on a lot of things that, that only women would know or understand as as she's reading Strangers in Paradise. And and I think that attracted her to that series and that and that kept her reading those books as they were coming as as, as the trades were coming out because she just she 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 loved Francine. She loved Kachu, and and she um she just there was a connection there. And and with Echo, I I'm enjoying how things are progressing. I there are people who you're supposed to dislike, who I do dislike. There are people who you're supposed to kind of feel for. And and I mean, it's he doesn't it's it's not gratuitous when it comes to the violence, but he doesn't he doesn't shy away from 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 people blowing up and and uh and and the carnage. But Rachel Rising, it's just I, I read the first issue when when Chris read it, because we did touch on it. He talked about it and, and I kind of just nodded in agreement as as he was talking about it on, on the episode months ago. But um I just I didn't know if I was going to when I was going to get around to continue reading the book and uh, and again that now that it's digital i'll be able to but it's um it is it is quite unlike anything else i am reading from any publisher at the moment i the, the art is fantastic the story even and, and like chris just said with, with the cliffhangers i because i am reading it on my ipad or an SEO, the great thing because it's comicsology i read issue one on my ipad issue two and three on the Kindle Fire and in four and five back on the iPad, so I'm, you can read it. I'm I'm cool with reading it just about anywhere, but it's um, I as I'm swiping the pages to to continue the story. It's like I get to that last panel, whether it's whether it's the young sister or or it's 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 a scene in the forest or it's it's somebody running away from a foster family. I 
I'm so it's bittersweet when I get to that last page swipe because I didn't want it to end and I wasn't expecting it to be in because unlike normal comic book conventions, there's no to be continued on the last panel on the last page. It's just like you get to that last page, it's like You want the next issue immediately. Exactly. Right away. Right. right away. But I mean I obviously I've gone about a bunch of things, so I'm gonna let Jason go for a little bit before I get back to it. Uh no well I will say that um so the Stranger in Paradise, which obviously was an opus that lasted for uh, quite a number of years, I read it all in the matter of probably, I don't know, a month, month and a half. I read all the, the little phone books. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and so that was a lot of story, you know, in a pretty condensed period. And I think because of that, um, both Echo, which I read in singles, and then this, which I'm reading in issues... Uh, you're right. That he's great at cliffhangers, and and the the issues I don't think are all that long. I mean, are they twenty pages? Even I don't I don't know if they are. They, twenty uh, sounds about right. It, are they okay? They don't feel like they are. They always. I'm always I'm always left. I get that end credit page, and I'm always like, oh, really? We gotta wait. Like, um, which again is I think a credit to him. Uh, they but the the after absorbing so much of strangers, which which I loved uh, in, in such a, a a short period of time. Each of these issues always feels so, so minimal. Like I, like I always feel like, man, I, I, I need more. Um, but not like I don't feel like I got gypped. I just feel like, man, I just I got to see the next, the next, mm-hmm. what happens next. Um, it's I mean, hard and, to feel gypped with the art. As yeah, the, and, and, oh, yeah, and I know Vince is silent on this one because he's not reading it, and he's obviously he's been on record as not being a huge Strangers fan. But to his, to Vince's credit, he's always given uh, Terry props as an illustrator, um, and. I, I think the the thing that strikes me about Rachel Rising um, from an artistic standpoint uh, is that uh, Rachel, I think, looks quite a bit like Kachu. And, I can see that. And the reason that I find that interesting, and I and I, you know, Terry's a very accessible guy, so actually, I, at C2E2, I'm going to ask him this, but um, I, I think it's intentional because. You know, at first, like when I first when I read the first issue, I thought, "Oh, weird," you know, or I thought, "Okay, it's it, he's he's got that that go to blonde," you know, in his in his uh, D, his his cartooning DNA um, because he's he's he drew Kachu for so long. But then, but then as as you go along, and then I thought about Echo, and then as I'm reading Rachel Rising, we're introduced to other characters. Every other character in the book, especially the females, look look different. He it's not like he it's not like he's one of those guys where all of his females look the same and they could be carbon copies. Uh you know, and, and the females in this book, uh, you know, uh, Rachel's friend, Rachel's aunt, um, the uh some of the, the victims, if you will, they all look quite different. You know, yep. some are skinny, some are more voluptuous, you know, and, and, and Terry's always been one that's you know been I think done a good job of drawing women of different sizes and proportion. So I I I think that the fact that Rachel looks a lot like Kachu is 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 not is not sub, subconscious. I I think he he consciously is 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 choosing to make her look like that in some way. And 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 again I don't you know I don't I don't know if there's more to it than than it's than that. But I'm curious because I do think again it's not like any of the other females in the book look like Francine. Or you know, or any of the other characters from Strangers. So um, that's one thing. Um, the other thing is, is Terry's kind of a, a, a little bit of a sick bastard, like more than I. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like I mean, he's. I mean, we're talking about you know, in the now. I, now, is the sixth issue out? Because I have read the first five. Sixth issue, I think, comes out this coming Wednesday. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, but um, you know, I mean, there's 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 depraved child molesters. There's 
uh, you know, there's there's like violence and murder. There's 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 homicidal kids. There's yeah. demons. There's uh, you know, uh, people falling off buildings and smashing into you know the street and car. I mean, there there's a pretty you know this is a pretty uh, not just uh, gory but uh, but but depraved. You know, the first five issues are pretty depraved, and a lot of a lot of nasty stuffs happening. Yeah, um, which which is cool. Like I think that's the one thing about you know before I had ever read Strangers, uh, I by rep- I I had a total wrong read on it. Uh, you know, I just thought because of the I always see the covers, the issues in the, in the LCS, and I would see the the trades and think, oh, it's it's just a or it's some artsy indie comic, right? It's it's just a love story, <laughs> like a like a, right? It's just like a slice of life soap opera comic um and, and obviously that's not at all what it was about um and, and the same thing in the in these works i think he he there's an undercurrent of relationship in all of his books but uh but but he is he is certainly not averse to much more serious and violent uh underpinnings um so but yeah but you you go ahead david and jump back in I just the don't... um the the uh well i mean just starting with issue one and, and reading up through, through number five because it I once I started once I bought the five I figured I'd read the five we talked about it on the show and then I could just I'd read Echo as on my downtime but with uh, with this it's it's a very I guess it's a very slow start because I mean the first issue is pretty much just her coming out of the forest and then we we get a little bit of information because she she recalls the night before or what she thought was the night before and this is where I absolutely adore Terry Moore's way the the way he decides to let you know if you are if a man or a woman is talking because just like i noticed with echo if a woman is talking the word balloon is rounded and when it's a male it's squared off and when when uh when she meets when she meets jet for the first time the way jet looks at the garage in, in her mechanics outfit all greased up i didn't know she, she really didn't ha- I thought it was a young boy. I didn't know that, that, that Jet was a, was a woman until you, know, you see the way the word balloon looks. Same thing with Aunt Johnny. It's like, okay, so, so Johnny, who obviously who looks like any lesbian in my family, but because <laughs> it, 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 no, there really aren't too many les- lipstick lesbians in, in the Price family. The, uh, the, I know, right? It, it, but it's, it's uh, you know, she may, she may look like somebody you you don't want to mess with, but because of of um, of his tells, you know that that Johnny is obviously a woman. But um, Jet is different than well, I don't. Jet is different from the I guess main the lead characters of Strangers in Paradise as far as looks go. She doesn't look like Chu. She doesn't look like Francine. She doesn't look like any right. of the bodybuilder women. So Jet is a little different than than anybody else. She doesn't look like Ivy from Echo uh, or Raven rather. But they're, so they're they're. Um, you know, he he definitely he like you said, everybody looks different. Whereas Rachel may have have a very similar appearance to Kachu, everybody else doesn't look the same. And, he, and and whether it's 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 characters or even clothing, I mean, he he is a fantastic illustrator. I I, I was just, I, and I know he's put out books about you know female expressions and and just and and, and drawing women. And I hope people check those books out who 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 want to basically tweak their craft a little bit because i mean we we see we see artists working at the big two and they could probably benefit from from his expertise but the uh little things that that 
obviously you pick up on in the first issue when she comes home is her cat. In the fifth issue, where she wakes up at Aunt Johnny's house, and uh, and Priscilla comes running into the house, or, or actually Johnny is is holding Priscilla back, but the dog doesn't really. The animals in Rachel's life, um, I guess, see or sense her differently because she she died. She, She's dead. She, she is. Yeah, she well, did. See, I, I see, and and but but Johnny recognized that her her pulse is a lot slower. Than, than a normal person's is, and she's actually upright and she's talking. So, yes, she died. I don't know if I, I don't know if I can say that she's still dead. At least me, just in the first five issues, I don't know if I can go ahead and say, oh no, she's dead. I mean, I know she's got the eyes, and and obviously, I mean, she 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 was strangled, she was buried. I I can I consider her as dying. She did die. I don't know if I can say she's still dead. But um, semantics aside. Johnny and and Jet seem to just and no and the person who came over for dinner the the professor who uh, who or the doctor yeah who Johnny invited over for dinner um so he he considers her the, the spoilers the, the angel of death but it's it's um you know I I'm just I'm I'm all in I will be checking this out as they come out or at least every six weeks it it's it's um you know he's Terry's got me. I I, I want to see where it's going. I want to see. Obviously, we're we're we're. It's being set up so that Rachel meets the other blonde woman who has people doing what. I don't know if you could say doing what she wants them to do, doing doing her bidding. Doing. I don't know why she wants people to to die or people to kill well, their loved yeah. ones. Well, I think that part of the uh, I think mystery. No, I think they, right, right. They right. do allude to that though a little bit in that because um, because I mean uh, uh, Rachel's aunt is a coroner. Yes, and um, and so she thinks when Rachel comes to see her that she's just having like hallucinations. <laughs> yep, uh, and then she comes to realize when Rachel takes her out to her burial site that she really isn't hallucinating. But the thing about that site is, as we're, as we're told early in the in the run, it's that uh, it was a site where, uh, back in the uh, in the witchcraft days, a uh, hundred women from the town were, uh, were were tried and found guilty of witchcraft and killed there, and buried. So, uh, I mean, I think that certainly plays a role here. I think it's you know some some whether it be the spirits of these witches or or one particular one that's looking to get revenge and rectify, and 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 I think that ties into. You know, Rachel was recalling digging out of the grave, and she said that uh, she was able to use something as leverage, which was another body. I mean, I suspect that these these people are getting buried on top of the the graves of the witches, mm-hmm. and uh, and possibly yep. being you know these witches are being able to be resurrected or vindicated or in some way, you know, having a role to play. Um, and I'm I'm just guessing that the blonde is is in some way sort of the you know the ringleader. Like I wouldn't be surprised to find out that like. As with most witchcraft, like most of the women weren't actually witches, but maybe there actually was one that was. Yeah. And, and now it's like she's she's gonna, you know, enact her revenge for what happened. But, um, but it's you a know, big mystery, you know. It's it's and the, the thing I like about Terry's stuff is, um, you know, he's two for two in, uh, in, in closing out a series, right? What I mean in that in that, uh, uh, and I won't spoil Echo since I know that you're still reading it, David. But but I mean that he he doesn't. He builds a lot of subplots, and and in and in both cases, he finished them up 
you know he he, does, he doesn't drag it. he doesn't drag it along and and give you too much of a good thing. It's uh, the lip. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's but, uh, this is this is it. This is the story, and it's over now. And yeah. uh, my 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 only minor complaint, and this is very odd for me because I am I'm very much a fan of of the black and white comics, but um, this is one time when I think uh, it would be pretty well served to be a color comic because I think uh, it's you you lose some stuff with uh, with Rachel's eye color, which is a big story point. And this is I think this is one uh, one time when I think a, a little at least a splash of color would be a good thing in this mm-hmm. comic. So I, I can't argue with you there. I mean, yeah, I mean it, it. Not a big deal, but you no, know. but it's. I mean, well, Wagner used green a lot with with uh, with Mage and and McFarlane ran with that with Spawn. So I mean, there are there are definitely aspects where I could see that. Whether it's her eyes, and I don't know, I don't know if come issue sixteen, if Von Johnny still has to mention that that her eyes are red because you know due to strangulation and, and hemorrhaging and things like that, and it, it's, but it's um, I don't think it's as bad as reading an old Green Lantern showcase where they have to make exactly. sure that they mention yeah. that, yes. that it's a yellow lampshade being thrown at Hal. So yeah, um, right, that's fair. I mean, it he does. He he's got his little tricks where you know you can tell her eyes are different than everybody else's. But if um if it I mean really yeah the only color is the covers and they're either green or red or green with splashes of red. So it's it's um it's really hard to at least with Strangers in Paradise and and with Echo you had full color covers where you know you knew how everybody looked. I may not know just judging by the covers because they're all just one color what somebody's complexion is or, 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 you know, hair color, just little things like Mm -hmm. that. So, I mean, eventually as things play out, maybe we'll get some more information in in that regard, but it's, um, but no, I mean, if, if, uh, if I don't know, it's, I know Vince talked about man thing last week and, and, you know, I mean, we've, we've been on a little bit of a, I don't know about a, a horror kick or anything like that, but it's. I, I think I I don't have anything negative aside from it. It ending too quickly for my face because I'm so absorbed. I can't think of anything negative to say about Rachel Rising. I, it's just I maybe what the frequency. Oh, every six weeks I'm I'm, I'm dying here. But it's, it's it's beautifully illustrated. It's a story where. I completely trust the author. I don't. I don't know where he's going. I don't know what. Because I, I didn't. I was not expecting. I, maybe there was a little bit of a stereotype with with the foster father when when, when he was talking. <laughs> to, you know, because right. it's like, it's like one of those things where it's like, really, I just got done watching this be you. So I guess okay, this just makes sense. But it 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 um it's a little cliched in that regard. But otherwise, I mean, even the sound effects where where um. Where the, the future wife to be was thrown down the solar panel. It, it said slide, and and I mean everything was just. It's he's not he, he's not hiding anything. He's not he's, he's he's just everything straightforward. Everything's on the page. Everything you need to know is. And I mean he may not. He's not telling you everything in front because we don't know. I mean you you were talking about the witches in the burial ground and 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 where this particular woman might be. The ringleader will say, and and that was the thing where I I really wasn't expecting to see her. In the fifth issue, when when um, 
Gonzalo says you're a bad lady and I don't want to see you anymore. And then she's alone in the field. The next issue, we're at, you know, I guess social services or, or where have you and, and and then when the foster father is, is talking to Zoe and she's talking about well my friend isn't gonna like this and all of a sudden she's there again. I, I wasn't expecting to see her so soon because Zoe basically said you're a bad lady, I don't want to see you anymore. Normally when when that when things like that happen, I don't expect I guess them to have a change of heart or just be like, you know, see, I told you you were going to need me. But be that as it may, she showed back up and, uh, and that was actually, I, okay. I wasn't expecting, uh, anybody to lose their head literally in, in the fifth issue. Like <laughs> there, there it was, but it, it was, and then, now, and, and then that's the thing. She runs away. She runs out the back. She runs out the door of the building. And that was the end of the issue. So I don't know if issue six is going to pick up with her, it's going to pick up with Rachel. If, if, if it's the next, if we're still at dinner and, and everybody's trying to figure out what the hell the doctor was saying about right, who Rachel right. is, but you know, so I mean, but that I don't really, I can say I don't care because I'm sold. I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm into the story. It's, I guess it's, it's, it's kind of like the way with, with DC with Deathstroke or, or Spider-Man. It's like, I don't care where it's going, I'm along for the ride, and I'm just, I'm, I'm here, and he, he's got my money whenever the issues come out, so, I mean, I, I'm very, it's, it's one of those books where I, there are books where I can pile up, like, like Six Gun, I'm way behind on Six Gun, and I, and I, I want to catch it up, but right now, Rachel Rising is one of those things where I just, I, I need to, I do. It's, it's not like it's it. not like Echo, where I can wait for the collected edition, or I'll eventually read *Strangers in Paradise*. Rachel Rising is. I gotta have it. That's it. That's a good comic. It is. It really is. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, I, I'm I'm right there with you. I, I had let them stack up a bit, but uh, I did read them all this week in anticipation of our talk, and um, I. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have. It's one of those things, like you said. I, I, I know because it's Terry that it's going to end in a cool way, but I don't know where this one's going. I mean, there's right. a lot of things going on. But, it, but that's like you said, because it's a Terry Moore comic, you know, it's going somewhere. Yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah. Right, right, right. But mm-hmm. it's not. It's, it's not like it's not. We, we don't have a Terry Moore horror comic to compare it to, so we don't know. Right. I mean, we, we, we know that you know. Echo lasted thirty some odd issues, and 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 Strangers in Paradise lasted what, over a hundred. Yeah, uh-huh. so I mean, it's you know we don't know how long this story can run. I don't, I you know I mean at this point I don't know I don't know if Rachel's immortal if if she's living on borrowed or in air quotes if she's living on borrowed time. I don't I don't know what her 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 status is on and that if she's returned, but you know I'm. Giving him the benefit of the doubt, but I, I, you know, there haven't been any Paramore horror comics, so I don't know. You know, I mean, he may in a couple of years when this wraps up and, and he's done his next story, and there were a couple after that, if he decides to return to something like horror, you know, at least we can say, well, this isn't like Rachel Rising or Remember When We Were, and you know, so it's, but. You know, I think it's great that he's playing in different in different genres. I, I, absolutely, because I mean, we we've had we're familiar with so many creators. Where I mean, well, whether it's I mean, Bendis had the horror, not the horror. He had the crime yeah. with, with with Jinx and Torso, and and he's played with the superheroes for what seems like forever. So I mean, there are 
everybody kind of gets comfortable or just, but I mean, I, I absolutely, and maybe that's the other thing where I, I'm kind of wrapped in to what Terry Moore is doing because I just, you know what, it's, you are, you're, you're just, you're not shoehorning yourself into to, to something. You're just, you're, you're branching out. You're trying something different, whether, whether this is always the story you wanted to tell, you just figured, you know what, let me, let me run with it and see where it goes. I don't, I don't know, but I don't, that doesn't bother me. I don't. I don't need to know that something. I, I don't need to know any behind the scenes stuff with Rachel Rising. I am just. Um, he's got. This me. Is, yep. Definitely. Good stuff. By the way, this will be the lowest rated episode ever because uh, Vince hasn't talked for much of the first hour. But just like, just I don't like, have to talk yeah. about everything. Yeah. No. But that's. No, I know. But we're gonna have the, half the threads gonna be like. Oh, what Vince, you guys let Vince talk? No, oh, let them go. <sighs> Well, that's all right. Done. Vince is going to talk about <laughs> something that that's near and dear to my heart. That's right, baby. Although I will uh, say yeah. before we go, I don't. Yeah. I know. That, I don't know if Terry. I, I, I mean, I've actually had a chance to meet him and talk to him a couple times, but I never have uh, asked or thought to see if he would do a sketch. But man, I would love to see him to a Terry more like Domino. Oh, I would love that. That would be pretty cool. Oh. One of these days, it may be yours. What, Man. Domino going down on, like, Blink or something? Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> yes. And in the, in the throes of ecstasy, Blink teleports away because she can't handle it. If she only leaves, like, one part there, the good part. Oh, stop. <laughs> the nectar of the gods. That's right. Hello, this is Daryl Taylor, and I am here to tell you what to read, and you shall read Fallen Angel, Return of the Sun, and you shall read Red Wing. That's hard. Yeah, well, yeah, the Fallen Angel thing is the best art. I mean, J.K. is a jerk, but he draws well. That doesn't help. That does what? Doesn't help when you say jerk. Oh, I'm sorry. He said it. I wasn't supposed to call him a jerk, but he is a jerk. But I'm not supposed to say it. I'm calling the podcast. Would you let me? Eleven o'clock. Damn it. Those guys. Yeah, those guys. Anyway, uh, what else I want you to read? I want you to read. Batman Inc. because I think it's great, and um, I like your show, and you're cool, and I may have had, I'm at a bar, but that's not. Alright, my, my damn turn. Your damn turn. You're quick, I thought, right? What yeah. you, Gotta be quick this week, Vince. No, I don't have to be quick. Oh yeah, we got, yeah, we got some, we got other stuff to talk about. The, well, yeah. that that's just too bad. I didn't tell you that's to talk it, about it, that book for that long. Uh, I did up. This I picked this uh, series because last week you, you everyone had me jonesing for <sighs> JLA after we talked uh, JLA Avengers. Really? Yeah. So I I went to the well and I picked my favorite modern take on the Justice League. Huh. Yes, uh, but you need to know a couple things before we go in. It begins with the fallout from Our Worlds at War, a.k.a. the Imperiax War. And some of the, the plot points, are Aquaman was apparently felled by the Imperiax probe. Do you remember that in Our Worlds at War? I'm sure you guys have read it, right? Was Our Worlds at War a Superman event? Mostly. You talked yeah, about they, Our Worlds at War maybe like a year and a half ago, I think. Right. Then I went bought yeah, the, the, fall, yeah. the fall books were coming out, yeah. There, there yeah. are like one shots, like there's Our Worlds at War, JLA, uh, not JLA, uh, Aquaman. There's a there's a, a Nightwing one, I think. 
Uh, there's a bunch of one-shots that tied in, but it was mostly a Superman uh, story. Uh, and, and in order to dispel the, the massive amounts of Imperiax energy, Garth of Atlantis, a.k.a. Tempest, who is not currently uh, in the... He's, yeah, he's not currently in the DCU now, is he? Not that I've come across yet, but I'm not reading Aquaman, so I couldn't tell you. I remember uh, bef before Flashpoint, we in, had... He hasn't been in Aquaman yet, but I mean... Yeah, oh, they, well, he died in... Well, uh, yeah. Well, okay. The new 52, Chris, in case you had Right. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I'm just saying, the last time we I, I saw Garth... Boy, leave me alone, man. It's all good, brother. There you go. So in order to get rid of all this energy from Imperiax, that's going to destroy basically everything, the, uh, Garth comes in and he teleports the stuff back to the, the, the time of the Big Bang. But... Uh, his his magics are often erratic and unpredictable, and he also, uh, in weaving a protective spell around Atlantis, Atlantis gets shunted somewhere in the past in the process, leaving this massive gash in in the Atlantic. This this uh, huge this huge trench that that Speaking not even uh, not even water is going to fill this thing. So so you have this scar on the planet, and is this uh, Sub Diego? The no, the the Justice League. Wow, could you be more dismissive? Eh, it's not. <laughs> the, the, wow, okay. The Justice League erect this, this the huge. Vince talks, we don't get to interject. Right. Hey, buddy, they, they erect this huge hologram of Arthur Curry near the the the, the trench to warn ships now, away. Is Arthur Curry, another name for Aquaman. Yes, to to warn ships away from the 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 wound in the sea, and as a homing beacon, should he try to find his way back from somewhere in the time stream. So begins this story. This is a ten issue run of JLA called the Obsidian Age, and it was written by Mr. Joe Kelly. Yes, my boy. And, and art by Doug Mankey and uh -huh. Vel Goucher. Is it? Sure. Y V E L Y V E L G U I C H E T Vel Goucher. Yes. Well, anyway, it it does encompass almost all of the DC universe. Obsidian Age was not a crossover. It was not a multi-title, high cover price event. Back when they knew how to do it. Right. Love it. It, it. it was merely, and I use that word with tongue planted yes. firmly in cheek, because there's nothing insignificant about this story. A 10-issue tale running through issues 66 to 76 of the then regular Justice League title. This is the way Wait, now, to now do was, it. Was this uh, no, just for, for, for the completest or... or um those that are anal about these things is this is this the jla title that that morrison and yes. porter and delk are so it's yes. jla because i don't want anybody to look for no it's not just uh, like it's League jla issues. yeah it's okay. it's right, right. after this, wade left right i was okay yeah okay. i was gonna say all right uh, but uh, this is the way cross uh multi huge involved storylines should be done and and when it, when you get when you hear the the the, the the plot points of this story, you're like, this could have made a perfect crossover, but they didn't. They segregated it just to the JLA title. And Which is awesome. It is. Exactly the way I want my books. Uh, and the man at the very heart of this story, much to David's chagrin, oh, is no, no. Green Lantern Kyle Rayner. Yeah. You weren't kidding. So I, so I wasn't. Kidding. And, so, and, so, so it's an Elseworlds title. No. Our, <laughs> our, our boy oh, Kyle is plagued with nightmares of ravens and the death of his comrades in the league. He's, now, is this before or after the refrigerator? 
This is way after, after the refrigerator. Way yeah. after. That refrigerator okay. was Ron Mars. This is yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that was that was the Green Lantern title, but this is right. I didn't well, know. I didn't know which right. came first, though. The uh, the, the, ref, the ref, oh, refrigerator okay, no. or the trench? Refrigerator um, was kind of like the this this second issue of his run. Oh, I, I never, well, I never read any of that. Okay, you're lucky. But he doesn't have much time to dwell on these these messages. Uh, his subconscious may be trying to deliver because he and Flash. Are soon, and this is Wally, soon dispatched to Daytona Beach, Florida, where it has rained sea creatures on the coastal city. Gigantic whale right in the middle of the street. There's a squid draped over a building, fish all over the place. Um, And uh, while they were cleaning up the the massive beasties, Kyle spots an anomaly a hulking figure clad in gleaming gold armor fashioned in the style of the ancient Aztecs and Maya. And we soon learn, and, and they soon learn, that the man is the unstoppable warrior known as Tezumak. And together with his shaman companion, Manitou Raven, who is by far one of the, one of the best things to come out of this JLA run, uh, they drug and mystically befuddle the pair, who surely would have met their demises at the hands of these strange beings had Flash's speed force fueled metabolism not enabled him to carry Kyle to safety. Tezumax are these fired. guys tied into Aztec at all? Nope. He just oh, looks like they, an he 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 his armor well, looks Aztec, very Morrison obviously launched, you know, he created Aztec and then right. in that. Okay. Okay. I don't think so. Uh he blasts he, they they said and this is coming from Wally that damn this guy's fast. As soon as they saw him, he was on the attack and he he plugs him with these darts, and Man- Manitou Raven does his little mystical mum- mumbo-jumbo, and he slows Flash down to the point where he can barely get away, but he does. And he takes Kyle away, and Kyle is wounded to the point where he needs to, to recuperate. Uh, but m- making uh, part of a very long story short, the League, consisting of Wonder Woman, Martian Manhunter, Superman, Batman, Plastic Man, and Flash. This is the league, as far as I'm concerned. Eventually, engage Tezumak and Manitou in battle. Uh, thanks to the willpower and quick thinking of Batman, who always has a plan, and Kyle Rayner's timely intervention, they narrowly escape with their lives. But during the battle, Manitou's spouting all this prophecy about the Destroyer, the seven-headed Hydra that will eat the world. And it's no coincidence that the Justice League is currently comprised of seven heads. Seven members, seven heads to the Hydra. So Raven, Seven brides for Sister Sarah. They, they almost get killed. They, they, were, they were about to sacrifice Wonder Woman. They need a blood sacrifice. They, they, they're about to sacrifice. No, uh, you got to see Mankey's Wonder Woman. Oh, my God. She's oh, yeah. sexy as hell. Yeah, uh, yeah. Raven decides a hasty retreat uh, to back to 3,000 years in the past is a, a prudent decision. And he uses the remnants of that magic, that permeating the Atlantic Trench, because Tempest used magic. So Mantu Raven hones in on that and uses that magic to cast a spell. And he succeeds. They're sent back into the past. But Atlantis is also brought back to the present. Ancient Atlantis above water and in ruins like what the hell is going on how could atlantis be above the water and and it looks like it's 3000 years old and zatanna confirms it she 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 uh, does a little bit of her little fishnet testing back, on the thing her little and, backwards magic yeah and she claims that atlantis has has existed in this spot above water for 3000 years 
what what uh it, it's a fact made even stranger by the discovery of a pool in atlantis and there's gigantic letters carved into the solid rock by hand j l a how can this nice. be but the jla intend to find out and they use tempest aided by zatanna and blue devil and dr fate and the phantom stranger Love yeah, blue devil me too and, and all these mystical heroes to travel to the past to confront their attackers but and this is the, the big twist the big payoff kyle's nightmares proved to be true the entire jla meet their ends at the hands of these ancient well, they they believe themselves to be heroes. It's actually, it's the first incarnation of the Justice League, uh, formed formed by a woman named Gamemne, and her beloved Rama Khan. And and a lot of the these strange beings mirror our our current Justice League. Like there's an there's an angel. Uh, well, he's called Angel. He's actually an alien that crash landed to the planet and was so raised. Zariel? No, he was raised by God fearing Hebrews. So he's he he's 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 a he's a Jew, but he's Superman. And, he's a Jew, and he's he's he's, he's, he's actually. Uh, and, and I know he's Siegel and Jewish superhero. What? Yeah, and, but but he's he's a mass of he looks like a gigantic albino with he has no hair on him at so all. He's, but he's, he's huge. No, it's not. He's he's not human. He he's very very alien, unlike Superman who appears to be human and but is an alien this guy is, is a very alien looking uh you have a, a wonder woman analog called selah you have a little short dude called the whaler but anyway so the justice league is killed they are dead but before they can die batman has a contingency plan he spouts three cold words into his little watchtower doohickey and it uh ignites this contingency plan to form a new league in the wake of the old and this is the cool thing about the story all the past league well the three thousand years ago league is drawn by Mankey, and all the current stuff is drawn by Goucher and, and cool. the, the new justice league is green arrow hawk girl faith major disaster jason blood nice adam <laughs> firestorm and the leader and batman said he would have no other person lead the league the leader is nightwing of course. This story, no, he is a hell of a leader. The story oh, is awesome. No, because it sound like he's never led the Teen Titans. Oh, no, but Teen Titans is one thing. Justice League is another. I mean, oh, please. Come oh, on, please. Yeah. Hey, hey, come hey. on, son. This if is they're... a, look at it. This is a threat. Not only has everything the, these characters loved been destroyed, they're dead. The world is in peril because all of the, there's, there's, tremendous drought conditions over most of the planet all of the water is going somewhere and they find out that the water is going to the site of the new slash old atlantis raising it up uh to the uh fitting tribute that it deserves by someone i won't say and because all the water is pooling around this area the planet is starting to wobble and it's so if they don't do something about it very soon the, it will break out of orbit and go careening into the sun so dick grayson has an extinction level event on his hands this is not teen titans you know barren blood wildebeest type stuff the planet blood, is going to brother, brother blood did i say barren blood sorry yes, yes, mario bava on the brain the um the plant's going to go flopping into the sun so he's got to do something you have a story that involves time travel impossible odds all the big jla stories should have impossible 
odds. The world's going to end and all the JLA's dead. How, how do you get more impossible than that? And you have the Trinity, wonderfully rendered by both artists. Uh, new heroes and villains. I said Manitou Raven is, is one of my favorite new characters in, in probably forever. Deep pocket storytelling. This thing is dense. I mean, it flip flops 3,000 years into the past. The future you, you have, he, he sets up this old league and what's going on there. You have Arthur, you have Arthur Curry. Uh, Aquaman is transformed into something. I won't say because it's it's part of the 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 wonder of this story. Uh, not only that, but there's an awesome sequence where Wonder Woman nurses the at the end of the time jump. Right when they get there, Bruce is leveled. I mean, he is out of it, and Wonder Woman nurses him back to health. And it, he's delirious. He's and she's she's got the you know the cold compress on his head. Oh, Bruce, but. I mean, he, he looks at her and, and it's one panel and he goes, he says something like beautiful Diana. And the next panel, you just see Wonder Woman kneeling by Bruce and she's stunned. And that led to the whole Wonder Woman, Bruce Wayne relationship that trailed for a cup. They eventually dissolved it, which was stupid. I, I, I like that so much, but it began here. There's cool concepts. You have ties to the past. And th- this story has everything. It- it's even tied. Remember the challenge of the Super Friends cartoon? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. There's a tie to that in in this sure. in this story. It- and and uh, Joe Kelly even gives us a plausible explanation why Eel O'Brien is so nutty. Ooh. He he. Ex- Plastic Man. He he explains. No, I said ooh, not ooh. No, that's cool. He, he I mean, you just okay. This quirky idiots running around stretching himself and turning into giant. How different is it than what Jack Cole did initially? Uh, one uh, Plastic Man is the wisecracker. Yeah, many times he almost got killed by Wonder Woman because he's very he he comes on to her a lot and he you know he, he makes with the puns. But but there's a reason why he's so. Right. Off kilter. And you'll find out why in this story. Want me to tell you? Uh, no, nah, I won't tell you. You got to no. read it. You can uh, tell us after. Who did we lose? We lost Wood. We lost Wood. Yeah, we'll get him back. But it's it was published in two volumes in trade. Yeah, volume one, volume two. Both are twelve ninety nine. I don't know what they are now. Uh, twelve ninety five. This is one of my all-time favorite Justice League tales. Do you have what more do you want? You you have the the oh, Justice no, no. League as far as I'm concerned. Uh, the 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 second stringers, which are anything but Zatanna, the 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 mystical heroes of the the DC universe, gorgeous artwork by Mankey and Goucher. I mean, Mankey kills his parts. Uh, everything is is deliciously rendered from Zatanna's ass to the ancient uh, Atlant Atlantean buildings and and uh, it's astounding. Goucher, I'm not too familiar with his work. Other than this, and maybe one or two other things, but I mean, he holds his own against Mankey. The he's his Zatanna is just as sexy, but it's it's a fantastic story. Why is this not uh, this storyline on the top ten JLA stories ever? I, I don't know. Why would you be calling me, Jason? You cannot call me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and I had a great time this weekend. Just I, I read it. I've read it That's before. Cool. I've read it many times, but I went back to it. I think, you know what? All this online negativity, this bullshit, I'm just going to erase it with a damn good go. Justice League tale. That a boy. And, and that's what it was. Let me get Jason before he uh, has a conniption. Hang on, brother. There you go. You can't call me. I wasn't trying to call you. Yeah. 
it, the thing came up and it said, Jason Wood is trying to call you. Oh, and I weird. Said, no, that, that, I said, no. Have, I wasn't. No, it must have been Skype disconnecting me and then trying to reconnect to the call or something. I don't know. It could be. But anyway, so there we go. I'm, I finished up City and Age, Jason. Now you can talk about whatever you, you want. I got no. I I, I want to hear other people talk. I, I I talked about Rachel Rising. I'm good. Have you ever read of City and Age, Jason? No, man. That sounds good uh, though. Oh, you need to get it. Yeah. I missed the end. You were about. I got disconnected. You were saying, should I tell you what happens? Well, I didn't. And everything I talked about takes place in the first trade. There's a whole oh. mess. There's a whole mess more of this story. It's mm -hmm. really involved, and it, nice. it 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 bounces back and forth. And the the threat to the past is now the threat to the present, and the destroyer is not who we thought it was. And Kyle Rayner, God bless him, he's he's at the heart of this story. God, Pun God bless little Kyle. <laughs> Pun very much uh, intended. Yeah. Hola, 11 o'clockers. It's Haas. Just want to say, hey, it's been a while. I'm so glad, Wood, that you are digging the Legion Law stuff. It's probably one of my favorite Legion stories of all time. You must pick up Legionnaires, Legion Worlds, and Legion, <laughs> Legion Found series. Maybe it's going to be really tough for you to check that out. You know how those issues run. But they're worth a read, and they're really fun. On a Legion Legionnaire series, you got Chris Batista, the Clone Schoolboy joined him. It's awesome. So uh, pick it up. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Also, if you love the DNA, pick up a short-lived series from DC called Eye Candy that they co-wrote. It's awesome stuff. It's amazing. I don't know how many times I could say awesome in one sentence, but I'm going to stop because then I'll sound like I'm from the 80s. All right, 11 o'clock. This is Haas. I am out. <laughs> Can, can I can I give um, way down some major major props? Sure. Well, this is Why are we gonna have rainer. a play? We gonna have a play? Go some big props. Yep, big props. Big mountain big scenes and a wagon and. Block it uh, out. Um, Jason uh, turned me on to what it will shock me if this is not my pick for uh, original graphic novel or reprint or something some big 11 o'clock at the end of the year um uh, he'd been on uh, a couple weeks in a row about pinocchio from last gas press <laughs> it is fucking amazing yep we said you that you know it, <laughs> it it's it it's, so isn't it gorgeous it's it's beautiful it's it's clever it's it's dark it's it is naughty. It's it's naughty, but it's it actually has things to say. And you know, I was thinking about that. You know, comics throughout their history have been lowbrow. That's part of the the history and charm of of comics is is being lowbrow is is just part of it. But they comics have always kind of used the 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 lowbrow kind of cloak as a way to to work some some bigger concept stuff in and and say some poignant things and Pinocchio has some pretty poignant things to say under the guise of of being a, a, a mature reader's retelling of of a, of a classic children's tale. I was uh, I I was entertained. I found myself chuckling. While I was reading it and 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 setting it down uh, a few times and and just kind of marveling at some of the stuff that it, it it sounds hyperbolic, but I mean this is 
this is what comics are about for me right now. I, I, it made my week to read this book. You're welcome. I, I was like fucking, I was calling people and saying, you need to, I'm, I, I I'm letting, uh, uh, one of my friends at the curling club borrow this because I know oh, it will. Yeah, I, it, he's kind of got a, a little, you know, a little twisted sense of humor, and so mm-hmm. I know that he'll appreciate it. But I mean, this is the kind of book that you you don't. I mean, you don't give it to grandma probably, but yeah. I mean, th- this is the kind of comic that you can loan out to people. And my my God, what an amazing piece of work! I think the book is actually underpriced. At twenty nine ninety five. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think you can get it at Amazon uh, for right seventeen like bucks. Yeah, it's ridiculously it's, cheap. Yeah. yeah, I will. Um, I will be reading it once once I finish Echo. I can't wait. It, David. It is. It, it's a, it's a quick read because it's. I mean, it. That that's the other thing that I loved about it is that you know what a marvel of visual storytelling. Yeah, all, it's all over the the map. Yeah, I mean it is, but it lets the art tell the story, and it 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 does it masterfully. I was, I think uh, it's a quick read in the sense that there's not much actual, not many actual words yeah. to read, but well, visually, you know, no, you could you could spend you know a month on. Oh it yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, when I gave it the eleven o'clock I mean, um, you know, I, I discovered it, but I. Having not realized after the fact that it it actually is a you know uh, won the the best of show at Angoulême in two thousand nine. So I mean it's you know for the for those non Americans it's it's uh, been out for a while, but uh, for us like heathens we're finally getting it. So I love to say Angoulême. Angoulême. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, nice, nice. I can't I can't wait to. Say By the it. way, I, I I love that we now know that it's Tom Sholey. 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 Thank you. Sholey. Church. Church. He's, he's funny. I also <laughs> uh, like saying Taylor Negron. But I true. Really? So I, no, I, I, you like Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Taylor oh, Negron. Yeah. I got a little something, something still. Go yeah. ahead. Throughout you. Good, good love to, uh, <clears throat> give a little love to uh, our friends over at Image. Because, uh, you know, they did just celebrate their 20th anniversary. That's I heard right. they had a little like, shindig or something last week. Yeah, they had a little something, something. Little something. And I could have missed it, though. We did what? miss it, but I have to say No, something. I mean, online, there wasn't a whole lot of hubbub. No, there was not. No. Right. Oh, no. Although Grant Morrison's going there, which is kind of cool. Um, but uh, I have to say that the coolest part of that weekend from what I could gather, actually, was uh, was our buddy Ron. He got to he got to moderate the uh, a panel with all of the founders, well, minus Jim Lee, Very cool. um, which is pretty freaking cool. <laughs> was he you drawn know? a Justice League issue? Oh! <laughs> wow. Well... <laughs> Well done, sir. Well done. Wait, was it all the founders and Del Kion? Christ, how could you be late? <laughs> Jesus. The, the, how, the only how could thing you I'm, let that book the, be late? The only thing I'm disappointed in with with Ron's uh, moderation of that panel is uh, is 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 he was going to lead off the panel by asking who currently had the Image United pages. There you go. And uh, <laughs> I, I, my understanding is that he 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 opted not to. That would have been that would have been a ball dropper. He should have done awesome, that. Though. Yeah, How yeah. awesome would that have been? So who, you say, Todd, get off your ass and draw. We need that but, book. Uh, but no, so so I do want to give Image a little shout out. Now I had mentioned this book uh, when the first issue came out, and uh, as with many Image books, I um, I liked the first issue and then decided to uh, get the trade when it came out. And the trade finally came out. 
Um, I gave it a read, and I am talking about the Intrepids. Mm-hmm. Now, if any of our more uh, studious listeners go back and try and find where I did first mention the issue, you will likely not find it in a search because uh, when I read the first issue, it was uh, a comic called Rat Bastards. Yeah. Uh. They they then changed to the Intrepids, uh, or I should say it was solicited as Rat Bastards. Right. Um, and then for, I don't even know the reason, but they opted to change the name to the Intrepids. Um it is written by uh, Mr. Curtis Weeb or Weeby W I E B E, uh, and art uh, by Mr. Scott Kowalczyk. Um, we just I just talked about Curtis Weeby two weeks ago when I uh, gave a little shout out to Peter Panzerfaust. Um, he he's the writer of that as well, so he's uh, he's making a bit of a name for himself. But the uh, the Intrepids is basically um, Green Wake too. What's that? Green Wake too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I'm reading right now, which is I love. Cool. Yeah, he's 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 on he's on the come, as they say. So this book is <laughs> about uh, it's about uh, four dirty, dirty bastards. He's what? a pig. Oh. He's no, on the come. No. It's about four teenagers <laughs> who are brought together by a scientist and given augmentations to allow them to uh, be his operatives, and under the premise of writing the wrongs of evil scientists and uh it's their adventure that leads them to let's say realize that all is not what it seems put yeah. it that way um and uh it's uh, it, this first trade is uh i believe called clash of the cyber bear and it is um uh, i'm not sure because as we just talked about curtis is doing a few other series now i'm not sure if we're going to see more of the Intrepids, but certainly it's it's written as though if the demand is there, there's plenty more stories to tell. Um, but uh, it's uh, it's cool. There's there's uh, four, like I said, four teenagers. They um, there's a, a relatively voluptuous young blonde girl, uh, and uh, Kowalchuk decided to draw her um, a bit thicker than you know than you'd see as is typical in a in a comic book, which is I think kind of cool going to interject and, and say exactly that. When I read the, f- the first bunch of issues, I got a real strong Harbinger vibe from this book because the, the, like, the girl is a little, little dumpy, right? She's a little, a little chubby. Like Zeppelin? Zephyr? Yeah, yeah, but it's, they're, they're real world bodies on these characters. They're not Yeah, exactly. Superheroes. So, right. So, so her name is Crystal Crow and, um, and Kowalczyk said that he actually, it's cool, like in the, uh, in the back of the trade, there's, there's, uh, like artist renderings and notes. And he said that, um, he drew her to look like, uh, like Faye Dunaway in Bonnie and Clyde. Um, Ooh. which, uh, so that kind of, if you've hot. seen the movie, yeah. She's, uh, she's like the leader of the team. She's, um, I guess you could say a spot. I don't know. She, it's hard to say what her, she doesn't necessarily have powers, but she's a expert marksman and a tactician. She was, uh, kind of the, the the cyclops of the group and that she was the first one of the uh kids that came to live and and be warded by the professor and 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 taught so she's she's got both the she's not only the team leader but she's probably got the most um intimate and as well as uh challenging relationship with the professor cuz she's kind of seen how things have changed as, as he's added the other team and she's a little more jaded about the whole thing than the rest of them there's Doyle, who's uh, a ginormous. He's the tank of the group, but he's uh, this really big black kid uh, with glasses. So he looks like a nerd. You know, he looks like a really geeky nerd, um, almost like a fat Albert with glasses. But he's he's super strong. 
Uh, there is uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Michael, um, right? Uh, no, what, th- there's a, a a young boy that's uh, like a super genius teenager, and he's got. Uh, you guys remember with the old Nintendo system that 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 glove? There was a, an, an attachment. Oh yeah, system, yeah, that, that was that awesome. Yeah, he's got like one of those gloves that can do lots of stuff, and he's an inventor. Uh, and then there's Rose, who is, I think, in some ways, patterned after the Rocketeer. She's got a rocket-powered oh, yeah. pack, and she's got yeah. gauntlets. And uh, and uh, Kowalczyk said that he modeled her after uh, Anne Margaret, who, uh, uh, again, uh, most oh. of our listeners are probably like, who? But Anne Margaret was a hottie yeah. back in her day. She was yeah. oh, sweater. God, yeah. quite, quite dude. sweater. Watch, watch Tommy. Man, baked beans and the body pillow. Hell yeah. yeah she was a dime piece back before oh, come on. dime pieces were. Elvis hit that. Did he? Elvis, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, for real? Oh, yeah, for real. Oh, nice. Good for him. Yeah, so she was right? uh-huh. um, <laughs> There's a, a, a mad scientist that looks just like Leonard Nimoy, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Coy. Um, there's a giant mechanical squid. There's a bear that uh, has a rocket blaster uh, grafted to I his back. Love the bear. Yeah. The bear's awesome. Um, there's a, a kind of a gross, overweight henchman guy that's got uh, uh, sentient apes, which is, I guess, you know, it's a little bit kind of like uh, the the, uh, the the super apes uh, in Marvel lore. Um, his name's Darius Dread, by the way. Uh, and, and it's just a it's a terrific uh, self-contained story. You know, it's 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 kind of in that mold of the you know the BPRD or the Atomic Robo, where again these characters are very interesting, could easily have more adventures, but but. But if we don't get any, then then this this trade in and of itself reads, uh, you know, has a beginning, middle, and end. Um, it's very cool. I, I thought the characters were all well written. There were there was a plenty of action. Um, Kowalczyk's art style is, uh, um, yeah, I, I'm trying to. It's a little. I guess it harkens back to a different time, you know, intentionally. Clean. Yeah. Yeah, it's clean. It's almost pop arty at times. I see a lot of hair uh, hair gay. In it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. Um, it, but uh, but again, I, I'm a big fan of it. Um, there's great pinups in the book as well uh, by some artists. I mean, just just the whole the whole package is put really well together. So um, it's great. I don't want to get too much into the plot just because it's again it's it's self-contained. So to to really talk more about the dynamic between all the characters and the relationships would be giving away a big chunk of it because it's a mystery a bit. But uh, but but I will tell you that the mystery is. Uh, very very satisfying, and and even though you probably see some of the the twists coming, um, I I think ultimately he still executes it well. So uh, yeah, good stuff. I, I bought the damn singles. Is there extra stuff in the trade? Yeah, that. like I said, there's there's pinups, there's um there's artists, uh, there Kowalczyk's um uh like I said his uh, his character renderings and and what what he was thinking as he oh. created the characters. Um, I think so. there's some of that in the book, but I don't know. It oh, is there? Like there's okay. A lot, it sounds like there's a lot more in the trade. Yeah, so, so man, I mean, props to Curtis Weeby, man. He's uh, yeah, he's got a lot of stuff going on right now. Yeah, he's all over the place, mm-hmm. which is good. I like his stuff. It's all different too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The, I had a question. Oh, you got go to do something? No, no, go no. Ahead. You had a question. Go ahead. No, I'm going to talk about something. So you ask your question. All right. This weekend at the local mall, they had a baseball card show. You were at the flea market again. No, at the mall. I'm calling it a baseball card show, but it was more than baseball cards. They had, you know, your Yu-Gi-Oh stuff and, and sports memorabilia, stuff like that, right? So uh, I, I always scan the dealers to make sure none of them have comics, and one did. So I, I, I went over, and there was a dude selling 
Bronze Age books for five bucks a pop. Now, the majority of them were like, eh, whatever. I can get books a lot better condition for around the same price. But he had a copy of uh, Master of Kung Fu, number 19. Oh, and okay. and I've been I I mean I could have got it anywhere else but it was there uh, and and it was 5 bucks so I bought it and uh cuz I'm trying to fill out my master kung fu collection and this issue features man thing so I had to buy it and uh it's really cool the one part the Gene Day man thing or No no I'm getting to that I'm getting to okay. that Okay in the one part uh Shang-Chi's all messed up because uh his fa- he he's tainted by the mimosa remember the drug that his father Fu Manchu was trying to push and uh Shang-Chi's out of it and he he's in the 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 swamps and he he thinks he sees a snake and he goes to chop at it but it's not a snake it was the man thing and he gets his hand stuck in the man thing right so he's trying to pull his hand out and he can't get his hand out and he's and he so he jumps up and puts his feet against man thing's stomach and tries to use his leg muscles to pull his hand out, but instead he gets caught inside uh, of the man thing. Like his legs are dangling out the yeah. other end, his torso's out, he's walking around. But anyway, and but the artist of this is, of course, Paul Gulesi. Mm. And it is fantastic. I mean, Gulesi does things with layout, like Starang- like uh, Jim yeah. Steranko played with layouts. Uh, Gulesi does the uh, equally powerful... Uh, page manipulation and his rendering is gorgeous and I'm, I'm reading this book and i'm thinking paul galacy must be really pissed i mean because i i've i've thrown a couple barbs at the more, more recent work of of paul galacy sure, yeah it, it, you know it's not what it used to be but right it, it must suck some major league donkey dong to have your masterpiece unreprinted since the day it was published. I mean, I think it's pretty safe to say that Master of Kung Fu is Gulesi's masterpiece because yeah, after this after this he jumped around companies, you know, you got you had Slash Maraud from from Six DC, from Sirius under Epic. Six from Sirius, which was really good under Epic, but I mean he never really right. stayed anywhere too long, never really did another run of the length of Master of Kung Fu. And, he did and two issues look, of Batman that I thought were great to place in Moscow. Oh yeah, I mean the guys and then he did Catwoman, which was no, 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 no. This yeah, was- <laughs> yeah, but but what I'm saying is, you have this phenomenal body of work under one character, Master of Kung Fu, and it went on for what? Gulesi drew it for at least thirty issues, right? Not consecutively, but I mean, there were maybe one issue, two issue gaps. Who finished the series, Zach? I th- or I mean, was- Zach, that came after Gulesi, right? Right, and uh, Dan, was it Gene Day or Gene Dan Day? Day? Gene yeah, Day. Gene Day. But but the majority of the book. Uh, from uh, my collection, anyway, was was drawn by Galacy, and it you gotta know he's gotta be bitter just because of Sax Romer and that damn Fu Manchu. They've never reprinted Master of Kung Fu in any form. I don't even think it was collected, and they didn't do trades back then. So so this stuff is yeah, sitting, which makes me think I don't know if he'd really be pissed. I, I mean, well, considering it, the work he was doing at the time, I, I, I don't know. It's it's. Yeah, I, guess. I think he could be a much bigger name. Like when everyone starts spouting out the greats, the, the all-time greats, you never, I never hear Gulesi's name. I want to hear his name because he was one of the greats. And, well, and he's, I think no, he has longevity to be one of the greats, though. And I, I that's don't think what I'm. Well, yeah. longe- longevity could be attained by a a reprint, uh, like at least a. a Maybe every five years reprinting Master of Kung Fu for a new audience. This is a great book. 
but he hasn't been hiding. He did he did the uh, Nighthawk versus Hyperion mini. Uh, he did. Right. Uh, he he, but what you know, he did I'm saying is like, he's working. Was a time bomb or something? He's doing. The, he did the thing with 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 Palmiotti and Gray. With, with yeah. who did that? But you got to admit. I mean, don't front. His best work is far behind him. Well, we, sure. I mean, and, and, and this, I think we got about a lot of because I recall we got in some hot water for our. Well, yeah, because uh, of Galassi oh, and uh, the time mm-hmm. bomb series, right? But it's. I, mean, I, I really like Galassi's art, but I'm, yes. imagine if if Simonson, if if Marvel had never reprinted his Thor run. Never. Like, what What if there's no, um, what do they call those editions when they focus on sure. one artist? Like, the visionaries. Visionaries. What if there was no visionaries? What if there, no, there was no IDW artist edition of Walt Simonson's Thor? Like, what if? It's, it's on the, I think it's on the same level that, um, Gulesi's Thor is Master of Kung Fu and it's never been reprinted. That pisses me off to a certain degree. Copyright and and it, I just I just feel bad for for Galassi. I'm sure he doesn't give a shit or, or maybe he doesn't even feel that way, but <laughs> if I were Paul Galassi and I had this incredible piece of work languishing in the past, unseen by eyes for maybe what, 20, 30 years, I'd be a little torqued. That's just what I wanted to say. I think you're angry enough for all of this. Yeah. That's- Oh, yeah, I mean, such, but that is cool a, that you found it. And I would, I, would like, I would like to read that stuff. I've never had the chance to. Well, yeah, you, you only can't. have one way to do it, and yeah, that's yeah. to buy the original issues. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I've been doing. I've been trying to, to, to fill out my run because there's no, no other option, you know? Yeah, I don't have all those issues. I have some, though. So good. Oh, Christ. Yeah. What a great book. God yeah, definitely. Schedule. The, uh, speaking of runs, there was a. Uh, the, you there got was, them? There was a, no, thankfully I don't not right now. Um, it's going around these parts. There was a uh, there was a run that recently wrapped up. Uh, oh yeah, little uh, little twenty two issues written by Jason Aaron, art by Steve Dillon. Uh, oh, Max. You. Yeah, Pun- Punisher Max. Max wrapped up. It was, uh, is it all done? It 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 is all done. The uh, issue twenty two was the last issue of the run. This if. If you were a fan of Welcome Back Frank and the Garth Dillon um, Punisher book, Marvel Knights, and then the Punisher Max book that, that in his... Which was awesome. Which was awesome. Um, it was. And, and then when Garth left, and then you had, I think it was uh, Straczynski and Gishler and... Oh, crap. Um, this third dude, they kind of ended the Punisher Max series and then a little while later jason aaron had a punisher max book coming out and um was this was gishler um howard stern's friend no that's tish that's david tishman oh okay tishman right okay yes go ahead sorry uh, it was a bite club but um so punisher max this this was a um if you are familiar with the garth punisher this is the Punisher book for you. If um, and also if if you read the Garth Fury miniseries from a bunch of years ago, that was uh, I believe penciled by Derek Robertson. Um, that was a Max miniseries as well, because Fury is in this uh, is in this book. This Max title, um, it has an ending. There's a be- I don't want to say there's a beginning because it it does. 
it is a standalone story, these 22 issues, but um, it's kind of a continuation of what Garth did. And, and you don't need to read the Garth stuff. You should have, but if you haven't, everything you need is still here. And, uh, and you get the max version of Wilson Fisk, King Pinafore. Oh, God. Electra. The- Bullseye. The, bull, the bullseye arc was so effing good. It was. It was good. Um, there's a ba- basically nobody, nobody makes it out of the Punisher Max series. Um, there is you say nobody. You mean nobody? I mean nobody. I, uh, Fury, okay. Nick Fury, uh, is is basically the only person to walk away. From these twenty-two issues, and and he's not in every issue. It's not like he's a supporting character or anything. He shows up um, mostly towards the end, and uh, and it's it's um, you know because it is done. It is it, the art is by Dylan. There, there's the familiarity of uh, of the old Garth series. Uh, it it um, you know it it just it's it's a pretty straightforward tale. From what the back matter, from what Jason Aaron wrote in the back matter, the last issue. His uh, he wanted to tell, I guess, basically Wilson Fisk's rise from just being uh, a henchman for the mob to becoming the kingpin of crime, and mm-hmm. and he accomplished that. And uh, you know, Vanessa's there, and and there are some things where you know, if if you've been a longtime reader of, of Spider-Man or Daredevil or, or or Punisher in the main line Marvel universe. Um, you know, you'll 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 pick up on on some of the nods, or or you'll 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 expect some things, and and they'll be there. But this um, you you get uh, there's um, you know, it, it's it is an ending. It it is an ending to I guess this this character or this this era of of the Max Punisher. But I can definitely see in a few months if they decided to to come out with a volume two. Punisher Max and somebody else could. Well, that's that's what the, that's what this was. Though. I mean, this wasn't oh, Garth. This, this, no, right? No, this wasn't. I mean, this was this was Jason Aaron. It wasn't so much a Punisher story as it was a Kingpin story. But it was a. Um, but I mean, it's still it's an it's an ending. It's not the ending. So I mean, someone else could tell their Punisher story, and this was well, just. I've I've got the I've got the Kingpin and the Bullseye um, hardcovers. So that would be what the first. Twelve issues, so oh, there'll be yeah. So there'll be two, two more, two more hardcovers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're about four altogether. So there's four arcs. Um, I mean, everybody's talking about, oh, I'll just wait for the omnibus. I haven't heard anything. I'm sure there would be. It's only twenty two issues. There probably will be an oversized collection of of all the the, the complete run. But it's um, you know, it it. There was a. It it didn't to me. It didn't. I didn't know when it was ending. I just as I'm reading it, there was. This is this is the same Frank Castle who fought in Vietnam. This isn't the Frank Castle who you're getting that Greg Rucka is writing in the main Marvel universe. This mm-hmm. is the Punisher Max. He's in his sixties. He's busted and beat up and still taking on you know everybody he can take on. And it's um I mean he's he, he's taking bullets to the guts and, and and you know, he's 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 physically beaten but he's still doing what he's doing. And the way the the what Jason Aaron puts him through 
it, it's it would oh, yeah. it would it would I mean it would crush anybody else and and you know Bullseye finds out little things about you know the the last thing Frank said oh. Maria before, I'm not saying anything I'm not, I'm not spoiling anything it's just there that he, was Bullseye awesome. gets to his head and and Bullseye fucks with him big <laughs> literally get literally gets into his head yeah I mean he he uh, Bullseye <laughs> basically wants to become Frank Castle he sleeps on a mattress on the floor he just he 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 buys, he basically wants to wear the man's skin and mm-hmm. and <laughs> and I mean he because he, he takes his job very seriously and, and you know. Wilson Fisk hires him to do a job, and and so he's going to do what he can to do that job. And um, you know, it's it's not if it's not a uh, it's it's not a book if if you are squeamish or get offended easily. It's definitely a Max book. It's it's sure. uh, there's you know people have noses and ears ripped off by by someone else's teeth, and I mean it, it's just it's it's not a pretty it's brutal. Book. It is brutal. It's brutal. Exactly the word I look it's for. It's Punisher and Max. It is, and it's it's. Uh, well, I said so. I mean, if if you're used to, if you're used to Garth's Punisher, if you're used to um, a a old and bitter and disgruntled Frank Castle or Nick Fury, then then this is perfect. And and it's it's like I said, it's it's an a n ending, not the ending. It's not. It's it's nothing that will you know. It doesn't close the book. On these characters, but it, it just it it I guess I kind of look at it as as a what if or or, or an Elseworlds Punisher. It just it it's a different it goes off in a different tangent. It, it's it's a possibility of something that could have happened as as Garth wrapped up his run, and this is where it went. But somebody else can definitely pick up where Garth was going and tell a different Punisher story, and it, and that's fine and that's cool because it's I mean that's that's comics. Nothing needs to be in stone. We don't we don't need to have it. Especially in the Max universe, you don't need. This doesn't have to be it. Doesn't have to be finite. You can definitely tell different stories with these characters in this setting. But it's, um, it is, it's, it's definitely a book I'd recommend if someone has the complete Garth Punisher on the bus or yeah. or, just, or wants to read more of that. This this does it. it's it's um, it it some of the issues were a little quicker than others, but I mean as far as you know, nothing felt like. Nothing felt drawn out, or, 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 you know, why, why, why did this particular arc run five issues and the other one ran six, or anything like that? You just you're reading it and and you're enjoying it for for what it is. But I mean, you know, you can tell when when they announced that uh, that the twenty second issue would be the last. It it just that was fine. It was fitting because what what Aaron is putting it's what it needed to be. It, it, it because you couldn't. This 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 Frank Castle could not run, could not last for much longer. I mean, there, he was, it, it was, this was it. It wasn't, you know, it, it would have been ridiculous if this lasted more than fifty issues. There was absolutely, it, it would not have, it wouldn't have worked. It just, it, it would have been an insult practically. But it, it was, um, but I, I, I definitely recommend for those who, um, who were waiting for it to finish, or, or want to get the trades, or, or you know, if if you're waiting for whatever on the bus may or may not come out i i, I said I, I don't know but if uh if it is announced and, and you're waiting on it definitely get it but if you're a punisher fan if you're a jason aaron fan if you're a steve dillon fan but it it's uh it's definitely something i recommend and i'm, I'm glad that, that you know for 22 issues i was there it was it was, it was some good stuff mm-hmm. there you go all right this episode 
Jason, who has sponsored this episode? Uh, squeal like a pig. The <laughs> wild pig, the super wild pig convention. May 5th, May 6th. Piscataway, New Jersey. Be there, because we will be. And, as usual, discount comic book service. DCBService.com. Get your books far below retail. And write this down. While you're ordering your books far below retail, keep these things in mind. In today's previews, pay special note to the IDW section because there's a lot of good stuff in there. Most notably... Bernie Wrights and Steve Niles are going back to the well with Frankenstein. Uh, no. Okay. All right. No, no, wait. Half wait, 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 wait. Now, I'm, yay, Bernie Wrights and Frankenstein. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with Bernie Wrightson and I'm cool with Frankenstein. I am not cool if Steve Niles and Bernie Wrightson are bringing you Frankenstein as anything similar to City of Others. This is gorgeous. There's preview pages here. It's gorgeous. Well, City oh, of Others was previously pretty. <laughs> I bought City of Others based on Bernie Wrights and, and and the preview pages, and I'm not happy I did. So I just Why, I you didn't up. like the story. City of Others was yeah, oh, dude, no, no. Okay. It was, it was, yeah, well, was, I'm I'm not a big Niles fan myself, so I'll have to be. Uh, this will have to be to be determined for me. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, you yeah. you say Wrightson, ding, I'm there. But you say Wrightson, Frankenstein, and my my pants are getting. Well, again, tight. I'm with you, but my fear is that this that this is not going to be right. Wrightson, Frankenstein that we're expecting it to be because of the added element of Steve Niles. We'll just have to see. Right. The original art was scanned in color to preserve Wrightson's brushstrokes. Oh my God! And get this, John Burns doing an old-fashioned superhero comic. It's called Trio. Uh, mm-hmm. Issue number one is offered this month. Uh, they, uh, it says, uh, Zap, Pow, Bam are sound effects you may actually see in this series as John Byrne returns to his roots with a brand new superhero series. Their code names are simple, one, two, and three, but the world calls them rock, paper, and scissors. Together, yes, yes. <laughs> together they are, tr- they are a trio. And you have like a, a Ben Grimmish, uh, bruiser. Who, looked, who appears to be made of rock. You have scissors, who has blades for hands. Oh, and paper, it. a woman who can stretch, apparently. Love it. She's made oh, out of paper. Oh. Yes. I am s- genius. I'm so there. Good going, John. Do it. Good Sweet. Going. Will there be backgrounds? Oh! <laughs> you know, there's a couple is preview he, pages. Is he, is he lettering? So and, there's preview pages with no background? No, there's preview pages, and, and the majority of them look to have very detailed backgrounds, except for one has just the, the color background with talking nice. people in the far. I don't care. It's burn, no, hey, and I'm buying Like I've it. said before, that's classic burn, so it doesn't bother yeah, me. That's... Alpha, Alpha Flight was the same way. What happened to Cold War? It's been a day or two since that came out. The only one about yeah, it, we so don't care. Because that, that, you were the only one that bought it. <laughs> that's... So it was that, like, that's but that's I really a, liked it. Yeah, that's, that, 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 yeah. that's an Eastman joint. <laughs> an Eastman joint. Garone. Next. Oh, was that in, in your travels, Vince? That was in my travels. In oh, your travels, uh, while you're uh, ordering, keep an eye yeah. out for these books. I can uh, do it in your travels. I have one if you want. Well, it's up to Chris. He's, he's next. Son. Yes. He's, Go ahead. Um, well... The, the the one book I was reading that I wanted to uh, um, talk a little bit more about was um, the um, Planet of the Apes from Boom. I finally, I finally got the um, <laughs> yeah, uh, 
yeah, I finally got that first trade read and enjoyed the uh, the heck out of it. And uh, yeah, you should you should read that if you're not already. Damn right you should. Yeah. So the thing, you... the, tra- the first trade was really um uh really pretty uh pretty cheap. So five bucks. Mm-hmm. No, nine ninety five. It was five Something bucks like at that. DCBS. Yeah. Yeah, but it, a bit of a risk, right? Because the the first trade doesn't really have an ending. Uh, yeah, it's um, it's uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's it, half it, of it's, a longer storyline. It's, it's, it's definitely there to get you to to buy the um, the the rest of the series, yeah, and you should be buying it because it's freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I enjoy, yeah, I enjoy. I, I really enjoyed the art in it. I thought it was great. Um, so yeah, it's uh. Planet of the Apes is great, and uh, I should have all of Betrayal of Planet of the Apes read up for uh, for next week. So uh, check that out. And then are, are Gabriel and Karina doing another yes. Apes book? But they are not. Well, right, they're just write, writing it. Right, they're just writing it. They're writing it, okay. Because yeah. Gabe is killing it, killing it on Secret <laughs> Avengers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Winter Soldier. Second issue came out. It really? is written by Ed Brubaker. The art is by Butch Jackson. Guys, this looks. Guys has some Kirby going on, some John Bushima, some uh, when it comes to showing Black Widow. Uh, there's like this this Gene Colan Tom Sutton hybrid kind of effect thing happening. It's it's beautifully illustrated. Jasper 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 still <laughs> sit well. Jasper Sitwell is uh, is the boss. He's uh, he's the guy that uh, that Bucky has to touch base with over at Shield. Uh, there's espionage happening. There's a gorilla with a gun. Uh, you have you have Doctor Doom being attacked at the Latvian Embassy, and and who dares attack Doom? Uh, it's it's there's a mystery going on. Is there's um, Bucky is trying to prevent sleeper agents from waking up from uh that and and he remembers these sleeper agents from when the russians were uh or the communists were 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 brainwashing him turning him into the winter soldier there, there were other sleeper agents with him so he's uh he's looking out he, he's trying to find them and, and stop them from from i guess waking up and but it's it's i mean art i just i there are times where i have to go back a couple of pages and make sure I'm caught up on the story and, and I'm reading what's going on because I mean, Geist is just—it's. I don't. I, I can't tell if he's just having fun. If he's pouring everything he has into these pages, it's—it's it's a little different than things I've seen from him before. But he just—he seems to. And and Betty Brightwater on colors—it's—it's—it's it's just. It's a gorgeous looking book, and and I mean, whatever Brubaker's doing, I'm. It's kind of lost on me because I'm just staring at at these pages as as I'm. As I'm reading the book, it's it's a beautiful looking book. Uh, I said second issue came out recently, but uh, should be easy enough to to grab onto. It's 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 not like it's a tie-in or a spinoff of Fear Itself. It's, it's the first issue, hit the ground running, and and that that's all you need to know is just from the first issue on. So it's it's a great starting point for for this series. I definitely mm-hmm. recommend some Winter Soldier. Yeah, and I think we should uh, mention the artist who's doing Exile on Planet of the Apes. If you follow him on Twitter, uh, I think he goes by Monkey Mark. Oh, Monkey Mark. Mark. Yes, okay. yeah, he, right. he tweets 
process uh, images yes. of of what he's doing for Exile, and they're gorgeous. Snake, his name is Mark Laming. Uh, he's really good. The, Apes is in on really solid footing these days. I believe he will be at C2E2. Yay! Cool. Yeah. Uh, in your travels, since I'm feeling a bit naughty this week, as uh, some of my previous Oops. comments have, uh, uh, give, if you haven't already, uh, Empowered a try by Mr. Adam. Ooh, nice. Um, it, uh, it's, it, Adam is an American, but he draws a manga style. So it's a pretty much American manga that's uh, very much erotic, but um, it's very, very funny. It's a really he's it's he's a very, very witty. It's a well-written book, um, and uh, it, it's it's uh, it's just terrific. The seventh uh, volume is about to come out. He puts it out in um, he doesn't put issues out. He puts it out in little manga-sized volumes when he whenever he has one ready to go. Uh, and if if you're more into the the uh, hardcover collected edition type of thing, like uh, yours truly. Uh, the first three volumes were recently collected in an oversized hardcover. Oh, um, and he's going to be doing more of those. So um, you have lots of different ways you can get at it, and you got to you got uh, to get in where you fit in. In addition to this, the uh, manga volumes, he did release two one shots in color Correct. from, from yes. Dark Horse. Yeah, Correct. great stuff. Very good stuff. There you go. That's all we got. We shot our wide to keep it in line with Jason's current mood. Uh, we we hope you'll be back with yeah, us yeah. next week because we'll be here. You know, we'll yeah, keep, we should be. We'll keep you a bench warm for you. I'll think about it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to start being nicer. What? I'm always nice. Chris is in a great mood tonight. He was. <laughs> he was. Yeah. He didn't yell at me. <laughs> Not even once. I know. You feeling okay? Yeah. <laughs> I feel wonderful. Nice. I feel pretty. Come so pretty. <laughs> I, feel, I actually do feel kind of pretty. Told you I was working out. Oh, oh my you're gonna have to take another trip to Marshall soon, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get outfitted before C2E2. Yeah, some spandex bike shorts. Uh, oh, we love you. Awesome. Hey, if it's forty percent off, I'm all over it. Yeah, it will be forty percent off. <laughs> Thank you for longer than the other. Actually, I was gonna, gonna... I was gonna say I buy my comics at the discount rack. I don't buy my clothes. There, though. <laughs> Thank gonna, you. You know, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get a, uh, a a unit a uniclue. Uniqlo. Yeah, Uniqlo. Uni yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're uh yeah, I think they're going to open up one in uh uh down on uh, uh Michigan Avenue, so. There you go. Yep, we're getting yeah. the the Uniqlo. About time the third coast caught up to the east coast. <laughs> Just to say, you know. <laughs> See, it's yeah, it's going to be the third one in the world, all right? <laughs> is it really? Well, hold on. The third one outside of Japan. It's a massively successful retailer in Japan, but <laughs> I, I hold clothing in in as high regard as I do food. food. As, yeah, as you yeah, know this, yeah, yeah, you, you know this. You enjoy. You don't enjoy the pleasures of life. It's, I don't. Give me a damn here. damn fleece got, and jeans, and I'm, I'm set. He's got his own, you know, homemade cutoffs and shit. Yeah, yeah. The ass all carved out of him. I mean, I got shit. it going on. The chaps. They're called we chaps. Gotta, that's why I said chaps, but I said the ass is cut out. Let's go. You get a chap, yeah. I wonder if the, the, the next day after they had the founders, they had like a panel with like Chap Yap and Ali Garza and like Marat Michaels. And Marat Michaels like, oh, I, I like Marat Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> or the writers, the writers that nobody knew, like Hank and Owls and, and, and everybody who the, not, not the artists who were on the first books, but the writers who were just there to put words in people's Alan mouths. Moore. If I was Chap Yap, hey, I would change my name. Alan Moore. I really would. would. 
Yeah. yeah. Chap Yap. Did you assume, I assumed his, his real name was Pat? a chap, right? I, 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 didn't, I didn't think his... I, I assumed chap was a nickname. Well... One would hope so. Right. I mean, chap, Yap. It makes me I happy you to say that. I told you story, right? <laughs> told him what? I told you the Obli Mobley story, right? No. This is still recording. Can I do this? Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. So, you know, my dad was a cop, and uh, one time... <laughs> He arrested a, a gentleman who, uh, and he was, you know, trying to get his get his information. And he was like, "What's your name, son?" And, and the, the kid was like, "Well, I say kid, you know, because like in his twenties, he's like, uh, my name's Obli Mobley." <laughs> <laughs> so you know, now now keep in mind that he was arrested for aggravated assault. And you know, my dad was a my dad's a super fun, like chill guy, but like as a cop, you know, he was a pretty tough tough guy. So uh, so so he continues to be like, "Listen, y'all, uh, this." I'm not amused. This isn't. This isn't funny. What's your name? You know, and he's like, "My name is Obli Mobley." So, <laughs> so this goes on for a bit. Let's just say that my dad was none too pleased, and leave it at that. So, uh, <laughs> and then of course, sure enough, uh, the fingerprints come back. Uh, and his name was not Obli Mobley. It was really Obli Mobley. Wow. Was it really? Yeah. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, my dad did. My dad felt pretty bad at that point because he wasn't too kind to the person that. <laughs> After he pulled his nightstick out of the guy's ass. <laughs> I'm not going to incriminate my own father on a podcast, but he was not. Yeah. He was not kind. Obly mobly was kind of wobbly. Shining... <laughs> oh shit! Let's get out of here. We love you. All right. Well, bye. Yeah. Call Obli-mobly. David. Call me. Call me. Call Obli Mobley and weep. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Call the, call the hotline. David, I'm with Renee. There's nothing redeeming about O'Brien. Oh, I know. I know. I know. I know. I, it's, it's, it's weird. You'll, it, for some reason, as, this off. As, you can, <laughs> as, as the season went on. Bye. Mr. Beats. Bye. Uh, it, 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 sh-